Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Could a lead crane? Side I 
you know? And then literally, what kind of trips do we go on ourselves voluntarily, you know, subconsciously, unconsciously, consciously? What kind of trips do we take other people on? What kind of trips do we, you know, all, all these things about trips. Well, tonight we're going on a cosmic love trip. Yeah, boy. We're going on a cosmic love trip and we're going to talk about some grown-up conversation, some grown-up things, and really get juicy with them and open and honest with them. And like the like the area is like so wide, we're not going to be able to cover everything tonight. But early on, I'm going to tell you, man, the lines are going to be open like from the gate. So three four seven two zero five nine zero eight nine. If you're listening on the on the on the uh, download, I know your ears gonna be burning in about ten minutes. You're gonna be like, man, I got to start catching these live. I wish I could have asked this question. I could have asked that question. Well, we'll be back in two weeks. Every other Monday, this cosmic love trip, the cosmic love train, will be pulling out, and we'll be talking about. Really healing. This show is really designed for healing and manifesting. You know, the family, all of the family, you know, everybody on the planet needs some form of healing energy. And I can speak best from it, from things that I have my own personal experience in and the things that I can express about it from my heart. So I just want to thank everybody for, you know, for being here and joining me tonight to help me along this particular passage. So a very special thanks goes out to a new addition to the Coach Kair show on the Cosmic Love Trip. And, I mean, so many things have just been falling in my lap. Like, timing has been just ridiculously on point lately. And just things that I've been asking for, and working on silently, then all of a sudden they just pop up. Like, well, I'm not even expecting them or I'm saying, wow, is there anybody out there listening? Or I know I'm doing the ritual the right way. You know, where's the results? And then all of a sudden it's like Operation Mustache is right up under your nose. So tonight a very, very, very special young lady is joining me here Um I don't even know if I want to call it a Coach Kyrie show anymore, you know, because she's just as important. And I have definitely been desiring for a long time to have a female presence, a yin to balance out the yang presence on my show, but it had to be the right fit. Um, I've had, you know, sisters on the show before as guests, but not necessarily as a co-hostess where we really get to rock back and forth and vibe off of one another. And this show, I knew that I needed someone who was a powerful sister goddess, sister queen, who really could embody the essence of femininity, tenderness, strength, compassion, passion, tenacity, all of that. Kindness, and you know she had to be sexy because I don't play that. No, I don't play that any other way. And boom, I mean, what would you describe? What kind of word or words would you use to describe someone like that? And it just so happened when 
we even initially met, it was like on another project. You know, I, I had Shaman Derek on my show. Big shout out to Shaman Derek. And she just was like, oh, you all have got to do another show. Was ago. I'd like to do this and that. And she was trying to put me together with Shaman Derek to do more shows. And it comes to find out that she's the one that I really needed in my corner, you know, on this platform to produce a certain type of energy and a certain type of conversation for the healing of my listening audience and my new listening audience and the people who are going to be joining us in the future. And so my name is Kyrie Love. And then on Facebook, she's born to love. So we got the love combination going on. We got born to love, Kyrie Love. And we are giving, you know, we are really giving seeking nothing in return. We do want you to listen. If there is a time where you need to take some notes or you need to ask a question, just call in and press 1 and say, hey, 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 what you just said, that made a lot of sense. Or, hey, hey, that didn't make sense to me. Can you break it down a little more? Or I got a scenario I want to ask a question about. So I really want all of you to put your hands together because the one word that describes someone who has all of these aspects is the queen. Welcome to the show, hello, queen. How hello, you doing? Hello. I'm Hi. wonderful. <laughs> yes, I'm yeah. so wonderful. Thank you for all the praise. The feeling is mutual, Kyrie. Please keep know that, on coming. Well, you know, you deserve it, you know, and you did a, I mean, it just, the timing is perfect. So I'm just really happy that you even, you know, honored my request and saying that, sure, I'll come on the show and we can rock. So I think it's going to be a lot of fun tonight. Um, I definitely would like for you to introduce yourself to um, the listeners who are tuned in tonight. And, you know, maybe if an extraterrestrial came down and pulled up in front of your house and was like, who are you? You know, describe yourself. What do you do? You know, why do you call yourself queen? What's, what's your brand all about? Where do you come from? What's your particular mission? You know, we're down to earth to do X, Y, Z. That's our mission. What's your mission while you're down here on earth? How would you describe yourself or how would you explain to someone who who queen is, who born to love is? Yes, so I am, um, I'm an erotic healing artist. Um, I am a singer, songwriter, performer. I am a healer in many different aspects. Um, I'm a mother, a partner. Um, yeah, and my, my mission here on this planet is to bring love and transformation, um, and that's what I do. And my work is definitely with with humanity, but particularly my focus, my laser focus is women, and helping helping women to awaken to their to their hearts, to their love, to their bliss, their passion, to their true self. So that is what I do. That's me. Mm-mm-mm. So. You know, I always, well, not always, but I like to look at things strategically. So when you were first, you know, when I first asked you about this show and you knew about what your mission was, what was one of the reasons why you said, yeah, I'll do the show? What was one of the reasons why you thought that, you know, 
doing a show with me talking about healing and relationship and tantra and love. You know, why do you think this was a good idea or a good fit for you? Well, yeah, so I should speak a little bit more about um, the healing work that I do. Um, I'm a yoni massage therapist or, like I said, erotic healing artist. Um, I also do sound healing and um, intuitive coaching. So, you know, I've been I've been on my journey, on my uh, my my self transformative journey, discovering more and more who I am as a feminine being, um, and I've been learning more about sacred sexuality and um, tantra. And I, you know, like you mentioned, the uh, the show that you endured it. And I just, I heard that dynamic between the both of you and the, you know, the way that you speak to the issues that a lot of us women um, are carrying. It's just special. There's a, you know, you have a way that is very uh, non-compromising, <laughs> And um, you know, no bullshit, and I love that. Um, but it's also very tender, and it comes from a genuine place of love. So I thought it would be a perfect fit, um, you and I, in our feminine and masculine aspects to this this healing um, work. Basically, that's it. Mm. Well, I totally agree. You know, and. Um... I'm I'm just excited and I'm just ready to get in and just get started, you know, like <laughs> just getting the ball rolling, you know, take you know, take people on this take people on this cosmic love trip because one yeah. of the reasons is looking at the words, you know, the word cosmic. Cosmic doesn't mean earthbound. Cosmic does not mean earthbound. And a lot of times we got to get out of our heads or out of our comfort zones or get out of our own traditional uh, or cultural programming or, or misprogramming or, or terrible programming is what I call it. And for me, one of the motivations for this particular show was to really start setting the record straight about Tantra, you know, because mm-hmm. so, many, so many people – just like you just said, I'm an erotic. Would you say I'm an erotic uh, performing healing artist? artist. Or I'm, an erotic, I'm an erotic healing artist. So when people hear the word erotic, the first thing they think of is sex. Oh, she has sex to heal people. Oh, what a crafty way to just put that in there. She's just having <laughs> sex. Or when somebody says, oh, I practice tantra, first thing that comes to their mind is intercourse. Mm-hmm. Intercourse. And... That used to just frustrate me to just, you know, to the highest of highs. And then I realized that, you know, so many people vibrate on a low energy level. They're very susceptible to a good marketing plan. And here in the West, we market everything through sex. But Tantra, in its original state, only had maybe like, if you look at your pinky, just look at your pinky on your hand, on one hand, and look at the top joint, the very, very top joint. That one joint is the amount of sexuality 
that was involved in Tantra in its original state. And this is over 6,000 years ago. It wasn't designed so people could have better orgasms, so women could be squirters, so men could have ejaculations. You know, you hear all these words, you know, related to Tantra. You type in Tantra on Google, look at the top 10 websites, and look on those sites, and look for the word sex, and you'll see it 10, 20 30 times, no matter what form it's in, sex, sexuality, sexy, mm-hmm. sacred mm-hmm. sexuality. And then you look for the word love in which, and healing, you know, healing through love. And you very rarely see that. And that is because this country in the West has really decided that we're like um we're like spoiled children. You know, I do what I want to do. You know, look, you shouldn't drive this car this fast because you'll get a ticket or it's dangerous or it's going to cost you a lot. And we don't care. And a lot of people have taken Tantra and made it their capitalistic vehicle for their own particular purposes. And they said, i got to use the word sex in order to sell Tantra. But they haven't done the research. They have not done the research. They haven't done the homework. They are not tied into an an official lineage, you know. And those are some of the things I want to talk about tonight, you know, like the importance of a lineage. Um, I want to talk about the importance of love in Tantra, you know. Right. And, and, I don't, and I don't have a problem talking about the sexual aspect. Well, that's what I wanted to go back to for just a moment because, you know, in my work, I I really want people that I work with, women that I work with, and men um, to understand, especially the women. I think women shy away from sex a lot, um, and this has caused many deficiencies in how they show up in the world as a sexual being, as a feminine being. Um, So I just want to be clear in that, you know, while Tantra isn't about sex, the act of sex necessarily is more about love, you are not demonizing sex. Sex isn't, it's not a bad thing. It's not, right? Am I clear? You are totally clear. I love sex. You know what I mean? I don't have, no, no, I don't, I was just telling somebody the other day, you know, they were calling me talking about being abstinent. And I was like, I don't know if you really want me to be the one that is going to encourage that, you know, if it's appropriate. But I'm going. If, I have people all the time asking me or telling me about how long they've went without sex, and they've already demonized it before they talk to me. They've already said the problem with what is going on in my life is because I was having too much sex. I'd be like, no, 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 don't blame the sex. It ain't, it ain't, it's not the sex problem. You know, it's, it's a communication problem or, it, or, it's a, or it's a poor programming or it's a misprogramming or it's the virus on your computer. You know, there's nothing wrong with the computer. If, it, if When the virus gets on the computer, you got to clean off the hard drive. You got to right. clean off the hard drive to get optimal performance out of it. So, no, by by no way am I demonizing sex. Now, one of the things that I know you're very passionate about that I 
don't mind demonizing because it is the devil is this entire system of, you know, this patriarchal system of just dominating the female and just pulverizing her into submission, you know, through abusing her sensuality and her sexuality and her feminine nature. You know, I know that you're very passionate about, you know, Absolutely. how how this patriarchal nature has really got things screwed up around here. You want to talk about that for a second? Yeah. Um, you know, I think it's really important for women to know our own anatomy, to know our own bodies. Um, this is this is really what my work is about. It's, a, it's, it's about helping women awaken to, you know, their sexual selves, um, knowing knowing their bliss, what it feels like, what they like, you know, um, what what is important to them, how to guide their partners into pleasing them. And, you know, so while these practices, Tantra and, you know, sacred sexuality even, are not, it's not necessarily about the act of sex. It's about, it's about love. It's more about love than anything else. Um, you know, you do have people looking more into these practices and looking to sex as a way to, to heal their hearts and, and whatever else they have going on. And, you know, women just cannot continue to put the responsibility, the responsibility of men to teach us about our bodies and about our own pleasure. That's, that's on us. And I really want us to reclaim that. You know, there are a lot of men out here. Some are in their integrity. Others aren't. And the ones who aren't have all this knowledge, and they're using it against us. And that's the woman's fault. You know, and and that's how I feel about it. We, you know, we got to do better. Step it up. <laughs> this this leads me to my phrase: teamwork makes the dream work. And that's that's, and that's one of the that's one of the reasons, one of the motivating factors in me doing this program, and us doing it over and over again until people get it, is that. Okay, let me let me let me break it down. Let me break it down like this. The woman is the fuel. The man is the rocket ship. Neither one of us are going to the moon without one another. So you, you and I have had conversations or you've seen me make comments in, you know, in social media settings about when women say, oh, we got to go off and have our own space and go do what we have to do, well, okay. I I fully agree that you need to have your own space, but I don't believe that you should be unprotected. I don't believe that men have no role in that whatsoever, but they need to know mm-hmm. what their roles are. You know, when, right. you, when you come out, just like on a football team, the wide receiver is not the quarterback, but they have to work together to get the touchdown done. The tackle, his, his job is to protect and don't let the quarterback get sacked. And the quarterback's job is to hand the ball off to the running back. They all got to run. They all, they all work together in unison like a car engine. But when mm-hmm. we start saying that I can take a steering wheel from a Porsche and get the same results as the whole car or that the steering wheel is more important than the tires or the radiator is more important than the, than the windshield wipers, that particular part is not teamwork. 
You know, and I'm from the I'm from the position of why I demonize patriarchal systems or men who take a lot of this information and misuse it to to, to dominate women for their lower satisfaction is the proper proper technique is we have to be the safeguarders and safekeepers of those women creating a space for them. That's our job mm-hmm. is to guard and safeguard the space while they are being very vulnerable and opening up to their creative minds and things are happening with them magically on various levels. We need to be there as a grounding effect at times because sometimes mm-hmm. the roles will be changed when the women will have to be a grounding effect and the men will have to do some, some astral traveling. But traditionally, mm-hmm. traditionally, the man needs to be, you know, like the protector. Like I said, when the women go down into the woods to do their ceremonies, they don't need to have men off doing something else. They need to have men on posts surrounding those woods to make sure that they're protected. Because when mm-hmm. women feel safe and they feel protected, they really are more efficient for everybody. That's everybody. right. So, it, it makes me so happy. I'm, I just feel so warm on the inside to hear you speak to that. You know, just, yes, we we did kind of, um, uh, we had our, our run-in online about um, women cl- claiming the space, you know, spaces particularly for women. And then when we finally talked about it, you know, we, we agreed. We were saying the same things, and I think it's so, so, so profound and special what you are saying. Yes, women should come together and do our special work, and it is important for the men to be on the outside, you know, protecting us, making sure that we, are, we have the space to do our work. Um, and this, this honoring, you know, this... This, this acceptance of who we are. You know, I, I don't know why, I don't know if you said it, but when you were speaking, what came up for me is like our very intense emotions. <laughs> you know, and that's just who we are as women. We're very emotional. But having men who are solid enough in themselves to be able to, um, like I heard uh, Kenya say on Facebook, on, on Facebook once, um, be storm riders. You know, when our storm rises and it's, it's just tearing shit up. For men to, to be able to ride the storm and hold that space for us and allow us to just express and, and do our work and be, and that's so important. I'm so happy that you see that and that you're speaking to that. Where are the men? Where, where are the men that can, that can be storm riders, that aren't afraid of our very intense emotions, that aren't afraid of our uh, magic, that aren't afraid of our power? That's what we need. Well, and those men, this brings up two points. For me is those men have to stand in integrity because it's a must that a woman trust a man, but she must not trust a charlatan. She must not trust right. a con man. She must not trust, you know, somebody of low character. And when you start trusting men of low character, men with no integrity, men who don't have humility or honesty, um, 
then then all of a sudden she starts to inherit disagreeable um and misfortunate and unfortunate experiences in her DNA and in her and, and even at a cellular level. And mm-hmm. Tantra goes all the way down to a cellular level. And so mm-hmm. she's harboring these these bad experiences that she's had with these um, men of low integrity or no integrity or charlatans or whatever. And she says, man, every time I've had this experience, I feel like I've been vamped, you know, like I've been the victim of an energy vampire. Then it's harder for her, you know, to, to say, I respect this man and I trust this man to hold this particular space for me. You know, and that's why for me, and we talked about this last night, there's got to be a dual policing. There's got to yeah. be a police. Men got to do some policing of men. And I don't mean just, Absolutely. you know, c- calling them out and stuff like that. But I mean, I mean, chin checking. I'm talking about chin checking these brothers and saying, yo, you out of line, you out of position, as well as. Standing up, one of my one of my martial arts instructor, he said, um, "Evil persists because good men don't stand up." And he was talking about Adam. He was talking about Adam. He said, "Don't blame Eve." He said, "Where the hell was Adam at when she was talking to the snake? Where was Adam at to cut? The, where was Adam at to cut the snake's head off? The original sin should have been Adam that you set out there and left this emotional creature." who at times is naive, that's where the word comes from, and you let her talk to the snake and let him beguile her, and you as a protector, you the one create the first sin, because where was you at to kill the snake? You well, weren't there. And, and, I, 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 come on with it. I'm, I'm come on with it. I'm triggered because you just said that Eve, you know, and I, I know this is kind of a tangent I'm about to go on, but you just said that Eve was emotional. And naive, really. And, well, I mean, and, and that whole, you know, yeah, that that whole example that you're using with the snake, and that's not, oof, yeah. I didn't like that, Kair. I didn't like that. She's <laughs> she's emotional and naive, huh? So so emotions equal uh, simplicity. Can't think for yourself. Can't, you know, you're not rational. You're not clear because you're so emotional. Yeah, I, I I didn't write the story though. I didn't write the story. It, it was here before I was born. I'm telling you about these patriarchal oh. jokers who you don't like. I didn't write the story. I'm telling you what the story said. I didn't write it. I'm telling okay. you what the story is made, and if there's going to be a correction of the story, Adam mm-hmm. should have had his ass. Adam should have had it. In the story, they did make Eve seem to be emotional and naive, but naive in the story means Eve was very trusting. That quality in Eve, we, you women must have, must get um, go back to. A woman should be able to be naive in a room full of men, full of integrity. If all men have integrity, she can be as naive and carefree and not a care in the world. But since men have dropped the ball, fumble rooskied, effed up, have lowered, you know, have, have compromised, you know, their integrity and their honesty and their humility and what they are naturally supposed to do as men, 
then the women have been uh, forced to say, I can't be carefree. I can't be creative because carefree is the home of creativity. She's had to move over to her left brain and become very defensive. In that Bible position, God didn't make Eve to protect Adam. No, yeah, she we was supposed to use the Bible. We shouldn't use the Bible. You no, know, I'm using it, man. Stories, I love it. Speaking about you know dynamics between men and women, because the Bible is flawed. The story is flawed. The you know the whole perspective of that snake talking to Eve is fuckery. So you know, let's not go there. <laughs> Please. It's, an, it's a story everybody knows, whether it's fuckery or true or false. We're rewriting it. So we start where the problem is at. So we can't say if it, it, it is flawed and it is fuckery, but that's what everybody's conditioning is from. I don't know many people listening to this call who this don't know true. the story. This is true. You're right. You are right. Just, okay. just, like, All right. just, like, just like the men who... It's like that's not, that's like saying don't address the men who have who don't have integrity or don't address women who are holding on to past wounds from three or four different relationships and then now this man Mr. Wright is is here to love on her and we're not going to address you know um where she's holding all this pain at we have to go down okay. to the root we got to right. go down to the we got to go down and address it you know it's going to get uglier before it gets better you know, okay. You going... So let me say this though. You know, I I am a firm believer in personal responsibility, personal accountability, and you know, so as you deal with the men and you call the men out and you chin check the men, I want to call the women out and that you know these these men that we're talking about, we're your mothers, we raised you, so you're only going to do. And and give us what we've raised you to do, and give us. Oh shucks, now come on, speak on it. Come on, come on now. Um, you know, so it is really the responsibility of the woman to get her stuff in order if she is expecting the man to meet her. We are the first teachers. We give birth to you. You know, so I'm 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 really done with. Although I know that yes, men come with their stuff. You know, and it's deep and it's thick and it's funky and it's dirty, um, but we got our shit too. And, you know, it's time for women to really take responsibility for that and start cleaning ourselves up and commanding that the men be different. We set the standard. And if we aren't willing to shift, you know, in terms of what we are instilling in our sons, what we are expecting of our men, then we shouldn't expect men to be different. So let me ask, so let me ask you this, and back to the chin, women chin checking women. You know what? What is the responsibility of the evolved female who wants to heal spiritually, mentally, physically, emotionally, sexually, have a fully accountable king, warrior, man? monk, visionary, leader, politician at her side, what is her responsibility in chin-checking Sister Ratchet, you know, basketball wives, uh, Miss, Miss, um, Miss, uh, Miss, 
Miss, miss, miss, miss, it ain't my fault. It's these niggas' fault. It's these, it's the, it's the man. The man did this. I ain't taking no responsibility. He did this to me. So I'm going to use him or I'm going to go get, you know, I'm going to go just catch me a basketball player or, you know, I'm, my standards are so low. What about, you know, what what is the responsibility of the the evolved female to, you know, like I said, Queen Ratchet? Wow. Well, you know, I think that everything is useful, so I'm not going to sit here and bash, quote-unquote, Queen Ratchet. She has a, a, a place. She is She's reflecting um, something, you know, that is that needs to be healed. She's reflecting um, the collective consciousness of, I guess, of, of the, the darkest, of our, the darkest of the dark, you know, in terms of women, um, black women in particular. And I'm not going to shun that. I think it's valuable. And what is my, what is, what is the responsibility? You know, I never want to come off preachy or, you know, making someone feel like I know better than them over their own life. Um, But at the same time, you know, when you know better, you do better. So maybe the responsibility is if you know better, continue to do better and be an example. You know, maybe you'll come in contact with her man and you'll show him a different example of a woman and he'll take it back to her, you know, and she'll listen to him. I don't know. I don't I don't know if I have the answer, but I think living and walking um Walking the example, walking the shift, walking the difference, walking the the the, uh, the different paradigm. That is it. Be it. Let them see it. And I want to speak to, you know, you said you said that she, uh, Miss Queen Ratchet, goes and grabs a basketball player. Now I want to speak to these women who, <laughs> who uh, attract these men who have lots of money and status. Now, society loves to shit on those women, but I think that they are very smart. I think that they hold a quality um, and an awareness, a consciousness that, you know, these other women chasing after these other men that don't have anything can learn from. Um, If you can potentially get pregnant and start a family with this man or, okay, let's not even say start a family, but you can get pregnant by a man, why wouldn't you want a man who has something? It's the responsibility of women to secure her bloodline. So this whole idea about gold digging, that's, it's just, it's a mute point and it's a misconception. So I just wanted to say that really quickly. I know I'm kind of going off, but I needed to throw that out. Women should want men who have ambition and status and money. If you don't, something's wrong. Yeah, I, I don't have a problem with that. But if he's dumb as a box of rocks and he don't, he, he's a piss poor leader, but he got a bunch of muscles and a bunch of money, and she's running after that, then I think you know that's a flaw that has to be addressed as well. Right. You know, I, 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 I agree. I'm, I agree. I'm totally. I'm totally. I don't have any problem with a woman saying, yo, I want better, you know what I mean? But if 
her if she if she lacks integrity herself and my job and she's saying this is all I deal with because it's all about the money. She's not looking for any intelligence. Like in in some of these reality shows, I don't like using them per se, and they are a reflection of the collective collective consciousness of the society that we live in right now. These yeah, brothers ain't these these brothers ain't that bright. And uh-uh. if the if the sister is sending the message out that I'll take low intelligence and high bank account, then we in trouble. We in well, trouble. Yeah, you're right. I mean, and we've been in trouble. So, and that's why I speak to the women. Like, okay, you have to raise yourself. You got to raise your consciousness. You know, you you cannot. The days are over of blaming men for your heart ache and heartbreak. That's it's over. That's dead. That's dead. That's victimhood mentality. We don't have time for that. You chose him. You <laughs> chose him. You called him to you. So he reflects how you feel and think about yourself. Take responsibility. I'm going to just parlay that over into the next segment, which is healing. There's a there's a not only are women the first teachers, but they are also they you all carry you all carry the majority of the healing faculty. Men can men can heal, women can heal, but as far as who has the who has the major power just naturally before it's developed. I know some men who do who have been nurturing their healing capacities and I know who who have much more healing ability than the average woman. I know women who have not really, uh, as of yet, started nurturing their own healing capacity, and you can tell that that law of if you don't use it, you lose it, even mm-hmm. is in the is even in you know magic and your healing qualities. So, in the in the in in the in the essence of healing in relationships, which is why I even am having this conversation in the first place because at the heart of Tantra, a lot of people say, well, Kair, if sex is not at the heart of Tantra, then what's at the heart of Tantra? The heart of, at the heart of Tantra is healing. Hmm. And when you have created a dynamic space and prosperity is no longer a topic or an issue or getting out of poverty is no longer an issue and now there's you you, you don't have rat race anymore and now 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 the male needs healing okay you secured your you secured the blood you secured the future of the next two generations because your partner may have millions of dollars of potential that has been finally realized. Now the, now, now the healing aspect has to come in. And to me, the, the warrior man who has got this brute strength, and he was genetically designed by women in the first place to protect her and to do the heavy lifting. Now it's time... I said that the man was genetically designed by women in the first place because she predates man. That's right. This mm. is not in the Bible. 
She genetically designed and engineered the man to protect her and do the heavy lifting, but she also maimed the man by making him less emotional and less intelligent. Okay, say that part again. Just one more time. She maimed the man. The women who were the first scientists, first healers, first teachers, genetically grafted the man because the penis is only an elongated clitoris. It took about 1,500 years for her to graft this man. That's why women are two X chromosomes. And if you draw an X and then you erase one of the lines off of it, it'll be a Y. That's why the men on the Y XXY chromosome, it's a broken X. So the woman, the female scientist, the species, she grafted this man because she needed more muscles to do the heavy lifting. And I ain't even mad about that. You know, if I could, you know, we create robots all the time to do the heavy lifting for us. We don't want to dig ditches no more, so we built a backhoe. Or we design things that do this heavy lifting for us. That's That's what creativity was. You know, a woman in her creativity said, I'm going to design a man to do the heavy lifting and to protect me so I can be more efficient in my own feminine duties as caretaker of planet Earth down here. So Wow. <laughs> with, with, wow. Yeah, and women don't know that true history. They don't know that true history. And and which goes back to what you said, they're still caught up in Adam came first. So Adam yeah. got these amount of responsibilities. Adam was dumb. You understand? Adam didn't know some things. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So men are dumber. You know, I'm just going to say they're not as smart as women. But some women, and here's my beef with the back of the dollar bill. We're all created equal. No, we're not. 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 And then when I have this conversation sometimes with some females about well, I pee standing up and you pee sitting down. You know, I have some women that say, I can pee standing up and sometimes you can pee sitting down. You know, she wants to be argumentative versus looking at this, looking at the scientific portion of what I'm, you know, trying to express. Mm-hmm. And, that, mm-hmm. and that argumentative thing, ladies, that's a left brain thing. That's a left brain thing. In healing, when women can get more into being in her feminine role and winning with yin and winning with love divine, you don't have to argue anymore. That whole competitive um, debate thing, that's a male thing, and which in turn leads into some of the chronic diseases that women have now when they abandon the proper use of some of their tools. I got that from Joe Fulcrum. You're speaking excessively because we all, you know, just because I'm a woman doesn't mean I don't have uh, masculine energy oh, and vice versa. Absolutely. So Ab- you're speaking absolutely. In okay. In, in, in excess, when, mm-hmm. we abu- when we abuse these things or we don't use them at all, you know, there's three uses. You know, there's, there's misuse, which is underuse. You don't use it enough. 
Then there's abuse when you're using it too much. But using is the same as utilizing it. When you're using it when it's when it's yeah. just right. And okay. you're looking for the in life we're looking for the sweet spot. Which okay. is you know, just just like going back, like my whole beef with this every time you turn around, tantra's being associated with sex. That's an abuse. That's an abuse. Okay. And the absence of love in Tantra is a misuse. There's, there's, you know, there's a, there's a, a blatant absence of it. And some people okay. are saying, well, um, well, it's, it's all, it's all relative and it's all equal. No, it's not. Your eyes are not as big as your lungs in your body. You only got two eyes, but you got ten toes and ten fingers. So you don't have ten eyes like you got ten fingers. You know, but they're all equally important, but you don't use each one of them the same every day, you know. But the faculty of us being in our proper perspective and how we are created from a physical perspective, because once we look at how we are created on a physical perspective, it will it will definitely give us more signs of what we are doing internally and why we also chose this particular sex before we got down here. This wasn't just like thrust thrust upon us. Like I ain't got no say so in the matter. You know, oh well God made a mistake. That's ridiculous. Right. God right. God God didn't make a mistake. But there's go ahead, I feel like you can already say something. Yeah, well I wanted to you know, I, I want to know more about love, this love that, that, you know, you've been mentioning that we've been talking about. Because, I, you know, I feel like we need to talk more about that I, because I I feel that love and the way that that many of us practice it in our society is not, it's not the fullness of the true expression of love. Um, oh, good. The authentic expression of love, and 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 there must be something more if this practice, this uh, tantra, is supposed to bring out this love or inspire it, encourage it. So, tell me more about that. Some of this is going to sound really, really good, and some of this is going to uh, be really, really. Some people may. Um, be quite, be quite sensitive to some of the things I'm going to, I'm about to say. So please be patient with me as I Uh-oh. explain this thoroughly. All right, I want to, ex- okay. I want to explain this thoroughly, and I want to relate it back to the Creator. But at times I'm going to have to go and correct some, some, some misnomers on what people have been thinking as far as when they relate to the word Tantra. Because a lot of times people say, oh, well, you're talking Tantra. Tantra is and sacred sexuality is about pleasing the woman. Yeah, but if the woman's going to be pleased, the man, do you want to be pleased by a man who's totally healed or do you want to be pleased by a man who's injured? So the, when we go back to love, the definition for love is giving, seeking nothing in return, because that's what God does for us. 
there's nothing on this planet that we can do as an entire race for for the creator. The creator gives us and never looks for anything back. Never, 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 never. That's why a lot of people say God is love. He's always giving to us. He's not making no demands. We so disobedient every day, but we still get up breathing the next day. He 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 could easily just be like, let's just do a flood every day, cause you hard headed knuckleheads down here on planet Earth. I got all these other galaxies that are obedient, but y'all just ratchet. Just do what you feel like doing. And he still keeps on providing. We sit down and pray, and then he still gives us something. And then, you know, two weeks ago, we was acting the, you know, acting the damn fool, and we still getting now provided for. Okay. Now I'm talking about, I'm talking about overall. I ain't talking about, I'm not, I'm, I'm talking about the majority of the planet. When we get in trouble, we quickly fall and say, "Please give me, give me, give me, give me, give me." I ain't talking about. The the elite, I'm talking about the majority. I'm talking about the 87% on the planet. So well, love, okay. mm-hmm. love is about giving, seeking nothing in return. So when we start treating one another like that and we saying, I'm going to give to you for the sake of giving so I can embody the qualities of God, and both of these things happen simultaneously or when one person says, I'm going to be the bigger person and I'm going to go first. When a man says, you know what, I've been jerked around by so many women over so many things and I'm still injured, but I'm still going to put your needs ahead of mine. Or when a woman says, I've been in three relationships, I've got three baby daddies, men have jerked me around, and I'm still going to put your needs in front of mine. That's love. Well, you know, we talked about that last night. And I I believe that is, yeah, that is love. I I believe love is so much bigger, though. Um, And... You know, in terms of the selfless act, I, I feel like women have that down. You know, we are always giving and giving and giving. I mean, part of the reason why a lot of us are so broken is because we've just given everything away. I really don't and, agree. I really, I don't okay. mean to cut you, but I really don't agree that all women have that down. I feel that you well, all have the potential you, to do that naturally no, way better right. than men. I do agree. Right. I do agree, it's but it's not all women. It's not all, but it's it's most. I mean, it's it's pretty much you know, the way that we are are programmed as women is to give. Well, to be I want to talk about the and to give. Well, let's talk about the difference between designed and programmed. Now, as far as designed to be the most loving creatures, I I would have to agree 100%. But the programming does not match the design. My whole thing about Tantra is it gets you back to what you are designed to do, not what we have been programmed to do. Because Tantra is about freedom of the consciousness through expression and lifting and expanding of the kundalini energy, which is life force. And if you continue to express love, I mean hate, on this plane of existence, you will be taken out. You came here to love. So if you come down here and you continually express hate, you will be taken out. 
The universe will remove you from the equation. And by design, you ladies got more capacities for nurturing and love than we men do. One of the main reasons, you know why one of the main reasons is, and you can look at it anatomically, your reproductive organs are closer to the heart than men's reproductive organs. You all made us like that. You made us detached from our emotions by taking our reproductive organs and moving them at least 18, almost 20 inches away from the heart center. Mm-hmm. Look how close mm-hmm. the ovaries are. Look how close the ovaries are to the heart center. And look how, in most cases, women are more attached to their offspring than men. You don't, I'm not saying that all uh, men leave their um, children, because I know some women who leave their children. My mother, in, in my circumstances, my mother left, and my father was there with the children. That wasn't a normal thing. You hear most about the men leaving, or, oh, he got me pregnant and then he bounced. Or, well, that's not, the, that, that's not like all the way across the board. But by design, women are much, much more nurturing to the offspring due to their anatomical makeup. This is a human anatomy, period. I just feel You're like much, women... We're we're so we we have the capacity to be whatever. I mean, so I hear you speaking to our capacity to love much more deeply and expansive than men. I I feel that, and I think that we have the capacity to be hateful and angry and rageful. And I'm not saying that it is more than men, but I'm I, I'm I. I I guess I, I feel like it's important to, to bring this to the conversation because a lot of times when we speak to women's ability to nurture and love, it's like, okay, we we are only supposed to be this, but this is not true. Um, you know, we're supposed to feel what we feel, all of it, you know, which is when you were talking earlier about God and you know, we, we mess up and we get in trouble. My question is, well, what what is the mess up? Because I don't, I don't really see, I don't, I don't see it like that. I don't see how we can mess up. I see this, this all being um, an experiment and, you know, a journey back to ourselves. And I, and I believe, I agree with you when you say that the purpose of this all is to love. And I believe that is the leap back to ourselves. That is the, the journey back to ourselves, back to love. That is ourselves, yes. But I just want to be careful not to box women into this, you're supposed to be this only because we are so dynamic. We're so big. You know, we are the creator and the destroyer. We are love and we are hate. We are all of that. We are profane and we are divine. We are the light and we are the dark. We are life and we are death. We're all of it. So Yeah, but we're in a position where we are in dire straits. So in dire straits, you can't be all over the place. You have to concentrate. Like LeBron James, he can do everything on the court but he has to raise the level up of the team by playing his position. He's tall enough to play center, power forward, small forward, and everything. A woman can do everything, but I explain this just like the, there's more than one. The, 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 she's not alone on the planet anymore. So there's two seats. There's a king seat 
and there's a queen seat. If she comes in the room first and sits in the king seat, then the only other seat available for the man to sit down is the queen seat. And energetically, that's out of that's out of proportion. He has a young energy by nature that is a divine gift. And a woman has a yin nature that's a divine gift. So if you feel that it is putting it in position, we're so far out of position. We're in dire straits. Doing whatever we feel like doing is just like saying the soccer mom is making all these trips in the two-door Porsche. Like you have, like you have certain vehicles that are designed for certain things. A dump truck mm-hmm. and a Porsche do two different jobs. So okay. if you got to be the soccer mom, you're not going to pick up the whole team in the Porsche. You're going to drive the caravan, or you're going to be like Snoop, and you're going to go buy a bus and put everybody on the bus. But you can't, you know what I'm saying? We're, we're in dire straits here. We're not in um, utopia and an optimal situation where everything is cool. In order for us to get the healing done and not destroy one another any further than what we're destroying one another, and the numbers say 85% divorce rate. 90% domestic violence, then the woman is going to have to get in a role for a period of time because she's, in in she's been out of a role for a period of time. And it's not of the man. And, and the man, that's what he does. We, you all designed us to, to have a certain sense of order. You all designed us this way. But as we talked about right. yesterday, there's been a sense of amnesia. There's been a sense of amnesia, so you have to remember the full dynamics of this whole thing of what is going on. And right now we're in dire straits. And in dire right. straits, i got to play a role that I may not be comfortable in that is going to ensure harmony in the future. And then when we get to... We agree. We agree. I do agree with you. What I don't want to do, though... I want to, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to put love in this box because sometimes love is whooping your ass. Like you said, women need to be chin checked by other women. That's love. I'm a, I love you so much that I'm a chin check you. That's love. So it's not always come here, baby. Let me come here. Okay, sit right here on my breast. Let me. Oh yeah, that's yeah, that's love. But I'm gonna fuck you up and beat your ass because you're out of order. And the only thing that you understand right now is for me to fuck you up. That is also love. And that's what I'm speaking to. That's what I'm speaking to. You know, be careful not to put us in this box that it's all pretty and nice and neat and not so good. And you so... No. It's not just that. And I think a lot of times that is where women are expected to be, and we are all of it. And, and and love, real love, is embracing and accepting all of it. Again, the dark and the light, the sacred, the, the, the profane, the divinity, all of it, the funky, the, the, the good, the bad, the light, all of it, all of it. And it's all love. That's how I see it. You know, this, this love that we're talking about is more than anything an acceptance of thing in front of us, our humanity, you know, our faults, our genius, our brilliance, our our bullshit and our mistakes, everything. So I agree with you, though. 
here's here's my question: Who can put you in a box? For the most part. When when you say don't put women in a box, I want to know who you're talking about. Who can put a woman in a box? Well, we're talking about we, you know, we're talking about women who we're talking about healing. We're talking about women who are are coming into the knowledge and the wisdom of themselves. So a lot of us are already put in the box because of, again, this programming. So we're coming out of that. And we have to be very careful not to, to, you know, lead folks out of a box or encourage them to come out of of one box and jump into another one. Yeah, but... Right now, I'm not talking to them. I'm talking to the women who are actualized. All right. I, I don't spend. I don't spend. I don't spend a lot of time on those making the transition because I agree that if you walk in the example, then I'm talking about chin checking the ones who saying they walk in the example. Don't worry about the okay. you know what I'm saying the, the ones who haven't gotten it yet and they're still in the box and they still got the programming. I'm talking about chin checking some of the charlatan women who are actualized and who have decided I'm going to do Star Wars and choose the dark force. I'm going to choose the dark side versus the light side. I'm talking about them. I'm not talking well, about okay. only, you know what I'm saying, I'm not only talking about women from 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 uh, a basketball wives show. I'm talking about when healing comes. I'm talking about the dynamics of who's available and ready to heal right now. Everybody's not ready to heal right now. They haven't been trained. They don't understand, you know, how to use the gifts that they have naturally. You know, right. you could be fast. You could be fast, but it doesn't mean that you're gonna win the Olympics. Somebody still has to show you how to run a 100 in order for you to get the most out of what you were naturally given. Hussein Bolt used to get blew up. He, he he wasn't always the fastest, but he had it in him, but he had to have a coach. He had to have a guide. Every master, even the uh, Buddhas, the Krishnas, they all had master guides, which means that is also an expression of humility. That's another aspect of healing. A person has to have humility. But if somebody just walk on the court and be like, well, you know, I'm the best. Just give me the ball and I'm going to just shoot. Um, nah, there's more people out here than you on the team. So mm-hmm. I'm not just, you know, I'm I'm talking to different different dynamics of people at different levels, you know. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Somebody... Yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, but, you know, that sister that you talked about, that you talked that you talk, you're talking about, or that you mentioned, um, the charlatan who, in the dark, I think her place is valuable too, and she's holding a place in love as well. No, 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 I'm I not talking about the. I don't know. No, I'm now. I'm not talking about. I'm not talking about the darks. I understand that some people dance on the dark side, but I'm talking about a real dark side that's just evil. You know what I'm saying? That it doesn't. There's, there's, well, there's an absence of love. I'm not talking about. I'm not. I'm not talking about people who. You know, and there's different. There's different gradients to that of people saying, "Well, you know, she's. You know, I do. I do dark magic. So that's. You know, I got a purpose too. Yeah, but there's some people that's dark, 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 dark. You know, where there's. There's. She's not holding a space for healing. She's not holding a space for evolvement. She's not holding a space for family, for nurturing, for visionary, you know, for success. She's not. You know, that's parasites 
parasites aren't healthy. There's, you know, there's, there's not a situation where they're healthy, especially when we're making advancements. Sure, we used to take leeches and put on people's bodies, you know what I'm saying, to suck poisons out, but they were doing much more than that. So, so now we understand preventive maintenance and using intelligence and using divine love where that super, super dark force is, you know, is really coming and doesn't want you or I to be successful in healing nobody. I'm talking about that particular dark force. You can use a dark force, you know, you can use, you know, a walk on the wild side, you know, to 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 have its place and 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 to get things done. I'm 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 totally clear on that. But okay. I'm not talking about mm-hmm. that particular part of the dark side. That's not mm-hmm. that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the person who just can't get right, don't want you to get right, and is out here for and, and sabotages their mission. Got it. Those are the ones I'm. Those are the ones I'm talking about. I have to be chin check. The men chin checking men and the female chin checking females. They don't get no passes. Mm-hmm. They don't get no passes mm-hmm. because. Every time, every time they win, a whole bunch of people lose. Not just in the right now, but the environment of love that's available for people to draw from in healing energy is depleted. So that love vibration, that. That, that, lo- that love vibration has got to be at a high, which is now I don't have a you know and. And, and that's why I said at certain levels, if they're not playing at a real high level and they're doing all that, then sure, that's fine, you know. But like I said, or, or I'm, what I'm trying to express is Tantra is a very high-level, high-energy art. For for thousands of years, it was only for royalty. It was interpreted as a royal art. It was almost like in the caste system. And... Rightfully so, because you re- it's very hard for you to study your art when your stomach is rumbling. It's hard for you to meditate when your stomach is rumbling, because when you're when you get in desperate times, you do desperate things. And tantra and, is not. And a, not only that, I feel like these practices, you know, it requires a level of, like you said, humility and consciousness, awareness, responsibility. Um, and the fact is, we are not all equal. We are all in, in different places in terms of our our consciousness and our understanding of ourselves in this world. And it's too, um, what's the word? It's a very rich practice in, in what it it can do, you know, the results. And everybody does not use, um, you know, everyone's not going to use it for good or for expansion, for love. So in that regard, like when I, when I think about the occult, that shouldn't be for everyone's, you know, use. And it shouldn't be open for everyone to learn because, you know, people aren't going to act responsibly. So, you know, that's the other aspect. Totally, totally, totally. I totally I see where you're coming from in 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 dealing with that. 
Um, I want to I want to definitely remind people if they have a comment or they want to call in about any part of the show that they've heard thus far. I have been getting a couple of texts where they was like, "Pick me." You can't text me and say, "Pick my call." You got to press one, and then I can see that you want to comment. So if you're on the line and you're listening and you want to chime in with Kyrie and Queen, please press one. If you're in the chat room and you've been listening in and you've got some feedback. We need to hear from you. I want to hear, has this been helpful? I agree with this particular part. I see where you're coming from. Could you elaborate any more? The number is 347-205-9089, 347-205-9089. Press 1. We can bring you on the air. All right? Um, <laughs> yes. Yes. And yes, all of these yes. people are like, yes, oh, oh, I'm really enjoying. Stop texting me, telling me you're enjoying the show. You know what I'm saying? And such and such. Press one, so we can get you in here. Um, yeah. I still got to get to, you know, because I I got around it and I like kind of identified that, you know, tantra, you know, based off of love and and um, sex doesn't make up all of tantra, but. I didn't say sex. There is something called tantric sex now, and mm. I love it. I love it. Great. So I don't want y'all to, yes, 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 yes. Somebody just raised their hand, so they got me on a pause. So after I take this caller, I am going to come back and talk about the sexual aspect of tantra because I'm going to prove I ain't demonizing it. I just want things to be put into perspective. Like that's just me right now is I'm bringing the love back to tantra. I'm not saying this do away with sex, but we can't have only sex and no love in this art because you're getting beat out here, people. You listen to a lot of people out here who have houses built of cards, not bricks. And they they don't, I mean, I'm going to come back and talk about the importance of a lineage in a second. But let me, I got two hands raised. Um, 410, I'm going to come to you. But uh, first caller is 661-977. Thank you for joining Coach and Queen tonight. Can I get your name and where you're calling from, please? Calling from California. This is Creole Moon Iris. How are you doing, Kair and Queen? It's awesome, baby. Hey, Creole. How are you? Good. How are you doing, sis? I'm good. Thank you. Very good. Well, um, I have, um, I want to chime in about something, but my son, I have him in the call. He's 15, going on 16, and he's getting kind of, uh, he's getting kind of, uh, I don't know, his his response to this whole idea of men playing a more of a secondary role has kind of gotten him a little, he feels strange. He doesn't really sit with him very well. He doesn't understand why the men are not as important. So his world is a little turned upside down right now. <laughs> Uh-oh. So I mean, he actually he wanted to... to comment, but um, he wanted me to kind of intro the whole scenario first before he uh, kind of spoke his own mind. Okay. Well, Come on, absolutely. baby. Tell us what's on your mind. Okay. Here he is. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold, hold on for a second. Queen, he's he, he's 15. Don't call him baby. He's a young man now. 
Don't call him baby. Uh, I'm okay, sorry. that's a, that's a, that's another th- that's another th- um, that's another thing that I'm going to definitely be doing a whole show about is you have to be careful with your words because women you possess you you do possess the majority of the magic. So even when you say things and being cute and fond, the person you know can be taking that as very literal and being like, yo, I'm 15. In the okay. Jewish culture, at 13, they're considered adults, which is a, definitely a problem that we have in the African-American community waiting until our children turn 18 before we recognize them as grown or before we start sharing things with them. You know, I got people that they, they, they got children that's 22 years old and don't want to let them know that they're, they're having sex with somebody who's not their father, and they've been broke up from their father since they were three years old. So, okay, you so know. I cancel that. I cancel that, and I cancel <laughs> Speak your mind, young man. There you go. There you go. Thank you very much. What's your name, big brother? My name's Amari. All right. How you doing tonight? Amari, welcome. I'm doing good. How are you? Good. Thank you. What's on your mind? I I was just, I never never heard of that theory about how the women have uh, created hope. Well, yeah, put creation into men. I was just, yeah, I just never heard of that before. Mhm. Yeah. Oh, well, so, you're not, I'm sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, that's all I had to say. Okay, so here's the thing. You're not alone. <laughs> you know, it's a lot of, it's a, remember, marketing, marketing is what makes you buy things. Like whatever your favorite cereal is, or whatever your favorite shoes are. When you go to your mother and say, "I want these shoes," they may not even be the best shoes for your feet, but there was a good marketing plan that sold you on it. So the information that you have about men came first and women came second is not scientifically correct. It's what's been marketed to everyone to push what Queen identified earlier as a patriarchal rulership of men being in control of the creative forces and the magic that women have. But if I'm less intelligent, why would I be in control of a superior force? And that's where the whole world is all messed up. So when we go back to the basics, it's time to start exposing what the truth is. The truth is women came first. You have to go back to your science class and look at the chromosomes. There's an XX chromosome, and every child in the woman's stomach starts off as a female. That's why they don't even tell you what the sex of the child is until after the first trimester. Everything starts off as a feminine energy. And then something happens inside the womb of the mother where it's determined whether that, that clitoris is going to turn, stay a clitoris or is going to start growing into a penis. Your penis is nothing more than an elongated clitoris. And women were so smart, they really made it for that, that way for a series of reasons. The pleasure reason is because the vaginal cavity is longer than a woman's finger. So if you look at your finger and you were to have intimacy with a female, your finger is not going to enter as far as your penis. On a natural body, the penis is longer than the normal finger. Some men have shorter penises, some have, but in a normal situation, 
Women designed, this is thousands and thousands and thousands of years ago, they designed the penis to be longer than the finger so she could receive optimal pleasure. Now, there's a well, book now, I want know. you to get. Hold on, let me suggest this book to him. Okay. I want you to get this book called The Tao, T-A-O, of Sexology. So instead of the next pair of Jordans that you want, I want you to tell moms or whoever, where you're getting your money from, I want this book. The Tao of Sexology by Stephen, S-T-E-P-H-E-N, Chang. And there's going to be a, a chapter in there referring to reflexology. Can you say that one more time, my bad? The Tao, T-A-O, of T as in Tom, A-O. It looks like Tao, but it's pronounced D-O-W, but it's spelled T-A-O. All right. The Tao of sexology and the author's last name is Chang C-H-A-N as in Nancy G as in girl okay and I want you to read and before you even get to um, page 60 you're going to see these reflexology points and they're going to tell you about a perfect fit so there's reflexology points on the body that also are aligned with certain organs of the body. So you can touch your thumb. Like if you squeeze the tip of your thumb, that will help you and alleviate a headache because the tip of the th thumb is related directly to your head. Just like as if you um, rub your fingers up under your thumb, that's like your eyes and your sinuses. Wow, I didn't now, know that. Right, I'm giving you some game tonight. I'm giving you some game. You in California, you know game is important. You know, you got to have game. But this ain't just, this ain't, this is life skill games, though. Things that you were normally in ancient cultures and civilizations, you would have been taught this around six or seven years old. Mm. But the But the public school system doesn't want you to have that. They want to teach you things that encourage, um, Oh, women are second. Men are first. She needs to do what I say. And they don't teach you that you yeah. need to protect women. And they don't need and, and, and they don't teach you even the finer points in pleasing a woman. And how do you calm her down? What are certain places that you could just touch on her body and just rub her and give her some satisfaction or some healing energy? You know, there's no yeah. difference in you being 15 and somebody being 35 and being able to administer healing energy. You could be able to say, Mom, sit down for a second. Let me put my hands on your shoulders and give you some healing energy. You don't have to wait till you're 50 years old to learn that. You have that oh, I, innately. I I'm sorry, go ahead. Oh, I was just saying that I always give my mom back massages and my grandma. They, I help them a lot. That's one thing I do. I do know how to do that very well. Yeah, give them energy. There you go. You, and now, you know, that, I, I, and go go ahead, Queen. I just want to add. You know, your mother said that you were feeling, um, you were feeling some kind of way about feeling like you're inferior to women. And I, is that true? Well, not necessarily. It was just a, it was just one of those ones where I was very thrown off because I was always taught the exact opposite of that. You understand, like. So it was yeah. like, yeah, it was hard. It was almost hard to comprehend at first, but now that you're talking about it more, I understand. Mm -hmm. I, I get it. Yeah. 
Yes, uh, our society is definitely male centric, so that is that's the program um, that we get. But you know, I I do want to uh, reinforce that you're 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 very um, important as a young man, and your role in a young woman's life, in your mother's life, your grandmother, if you have a sister, even is very important. You know, I teach my son to love, support, and protect all women. And I want to encourage you to do the same. And and that for us is very important. Thank you for saying that. Yeah, you're welcome. Yeah. I want to say um, how tremendously proud I am of you for stepping up and saying, I got something to say. Because that's that's what you're doing at 15 is what I'm trying to get men at 25, 35, and 45 to do is stop sitting around with your mouth yeah. shut and your thumb stuck up your butt and not asking no questions <laughs> when you don't understand something. See, yeah. we're having a man-on-man conversation right now. You know what I'm saying? I'm yeah. really proud of your I'm really proud of your mother for saying, "Let me go on and get out of the way and put him in a situation where he can talk to a real G." You know what I'm saying? There's got to be a time, you know, where I do that. And I say, well, look, if you want me to talk to your son, put him on the phone. And then I say, take the phone off of speakerphone and then escort your mother to the door and close it behind her. And then you can come back and get her when we finish talking. Just the same (laughs) way as when you see two women talking. I escort myself out of the rooms at times because I don't want to hear all that because maybe they may feel uncomfortable. I'm going to go outside and get on point. I may do something. It may look like I'm doing some work in the garden, but I'm making sure there's no intruders around the house, spiritually or physically. Mm -hmm. So you at 15, you know what I'm saying, I would encourage you not just a massage, but all forms of healing arts, the reflexology, that book, the Tao of Sexology, I'm sorry, the, yeah, the Tao of Sexology, and then there's a book called Sexual Reflexology by Montauk Chia, Sexual Reflexology by Montauk Chia, and another point that I hadn't got to yet is very important, if you men, and especially you at 15, if there's, there is no shortcuts, but the fastest path for you to be able to cultivate that protective energy and stand in your role is to learn a form of martial arts. Mm. Boxing at the boxing at the very minimal. At the very minimal learn boxing, but boxing is just the hands, you know, and the feet, footwork and things like that. But learn Tai Chi, learn Kung Fu, learn Bagua, learn Shin Yi, learn some karate, learn something and be diligent about it so you will have courage. See, these arts, they don't teach you how to break bones and kill people. They teach your heart to be full of courage. And now when you are in a relationship with a female, she's going to have to draw at times from your courage and then she can be full of sensitivity so when I say, when Queen says, well, you're forcing people to be in boxes. If I'm forcing you to be in the right box so we can win, then it matters. So if you got plenty of courage and she's got plenty of sensitivity and nurturing and you stay in that box and she stays in that box, we can switch positions later because now you can teach her about courage and she can teach you about sensitivity. Like, but somebody's yeah. got that. 
Yes, right. By like yin and yang. That's right. They're always moving and changing, but they know what they what they were designed for initially. Like I can be very nurturing and I can be very tender. I can be very soft just like water, but man can I flip it. I can get into killer mode quick. So but I need to master the killer mode first. There's a killer echo. Do you hear that? That's right. Yeah, I I I understand that. Because you need Good. to learn the camera mode to protect first. And then afterwards you can get to the understanding and cultivating. and Yeah, makes sense. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And one of the things about the law of attraction in this particular lesson is the more courageous you are, the more women that you're going to attract who have compassion and healing for you. And just like women... My point being, if you get in that box, that queen says, don't put me in that box. There's a benefit of being in that box. If I have so much compassion and so much love, I'm going to attract a lot of warrior men who want to protect me. And for the time being of me or or a woman being in her caterpillar state before she goes into her butterfly, that, that, that protection is what she needs at that particular stage of the game. You know, sometimes you out there on on the football field, you're just trying to score, score, score. But sometimes you're trying to sit on the ball and run the clock out. So you have to, we have to strategically look at this. So it's not these aren't positions to play forever, but you still have to know when is the optimal time for you to do certain things. You feel me? You feel me, young brother? I understand that. Yeah, I feel you. I love it. I love it. Hold on, I got something for you right here. It's awesome, baby. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I want you to go over to um I want to stay in contact with you, so I want you to go over to my uh com website and put your information in, put your email address in. If you got a Facebook, anything like that, send me a friend request. But I want you I want you to stay in contact with me because some of the programs that I got coming up are designed you know, especially for young G's like yourself, okay? Yeah, I'm going to do that right now. That's what's up. And I think your mama got my phone number, so if you need my number to call me for something, then you don't hesitate. All right. What's the name of the website again? Ment- uh, Mentor Mentality. Mentor Mentality. All right. M-E-N-T-O-R. Let me make sure, I give, make sure I'm giving... Wait a minute, not that. Go to, wait a minute. Let me get it figured out here. Services, Coast Gate TV, leave a note. Where is that at? Um, oh, I'm sorry. Not mentor mentality. Cultivatingwinners.com. That's it. Cultivatingwinners.com. Okay. That's it. Cultivatingwinners.com and put all your information in there and then submit it and send it to me. Winners.com. Yeah. And what kind of grades you making too? I'm gonna go give you a quick chin check before I get you off the phone. What kind of grades <laughs> you making over there? 
Well, I'm passing only two classes right now. I need to get that up. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Oh, oh my goodness. I ain't gonna Very go important. in on you now. We gon we're gonna have a private conversation. Your mama's over there giggling, but uh I don't play that about piss poor grades. You know what I'm saying? So we gotta we get we'll we'll chop that up off the air, all right? All right. Thank you all for right, coming. Thank, thank you, too, for helping me understand it. You're welcome. Yeah, it's awesome, baby. It's a dream come true. Can I call yeah. him baby now? Can I say and bye, baby? Just keep no. on coming. He's too, that's, that's bye, you know, Miss. Co- yeah, good Young night, King young is man. good. Yeah, Young, young King, King, Good young Prince, Prince, something like that. Yeah, because if you start calling him baby now, you might sound like a cougar. And we don't want you sounding like a cougar right now. <laughs> Get your mind out of that place, because that's not where I'm coming from. I'm just anyway. making sure, for, for you know, for the listening audience, you know, we just want to make, I'm just protecting your brand. That's all, I'm protecting your brand. Thank you. You're so protective and, and manly that way. I right. appreciate it. Absolutely. Absolutely. I do these for you. <laughs> yeah. Creole, are you still on the line? Did you still have another comment that you wanted to make? Um, man, I lost my train of thought with that. Um, that was good. I went in all in his in his world and just really appreciative of you breaking it down like that to him. Um, and I'm proud of him for being brave enough too to speak up. So And good uh, for you, Mama, for having him on the call. Yeah, yeah, I'm really I applaud you for that. I definitely just I tell my kids anytime you wanna speak, you know, that's your voice. Use your power, so that's what it's all about. Absolutely. Hey, well, Good all deal. you got to do is um, press one again if you want to come I back am. home. If you get the, yeah, if you get the yeah, thought, when it comes back, it comes to, back to you. And, uh, <laughs> I definitely want to press one and, and give my two cents or question. All right. I pre- well, press right one on. now so you'll take it down, and then when it comes back to you, press one again so I can see you t- uh, stick it back up. All right? Okay, great. Thank you. All right. You're All welcome. Right, Peace. Okay. Peace. Peace. Yeah. See, that's what I – some people be wondering why I be, you know, what, uh, what am I in it for? That's what I'm in it for right there, for the youth. I've been told, y'all, these adults, I almost gave up on you. I'm in it for the youth. That made my whole month right there. Next caller yeah, from the, caller from the uh, 337-251. Your microphone is wide open. Thanks for joining Coach K and Queen tonight. Can I get your name and where you're calling from, please? Hey, I'm Naima. I'm calling from Louisiana. Hi, Naima. Peace and greetings, Naima. Hi, peace and greetings to y'all also. Um, I don't really have any questions or anything. I just wanted to um, um, leave a comment right quick. I'm just loving y'all's show right now, and, like, it's so good, um, Coach, to hear you speak the way you do because, like, it's – like, I just started my own radio show, and, like, a bunch of the stuff that y'all were talking about is what I spoke about on my first show, and it's just so great to see that there's a man who gets it because, like, sometimes yes. you just, like – like being being who I am is like it's just like seeing so dire sometimes. It's like God, is there anybody who gets this and like just mm. you know like what what this stuff is all about? And like it's just very comforting. It's almost kind of healing actually 
to hear you speak on these things. It's awesome, so I baby. Like <laughs> <laughs> I have to agree. I, it, it's it's very healing, comforting, and yes, I agree with everything the sister just said about you, King Kair. Yeah, this so is a dream come it, true. And also, <laughs> and also what you say is too, because like I noticed like a lot of my friends, they're like into feminism or whatever. And I'm not mm. just because, you know, it's like I see it as a bunch of so called feminists are actually misandrous posing as feminists. There's a lot of hurt women, you know, mm-hmm. going around trying to advise other hurt women and like I just can't really get down with that. And so okay. Yes, absolutely. You know, I, I do stand in, in allyship uh, yeah. to and with feminism, but I feel like a lot of feminism is patriarchy and drag. So I, right. I agree with that too, sis. Yes, 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 exactly. It's like they try to, it's like, it's almost like they try to get you to feel ashamed of doing things that, you know, are just natural and inherent to women. Like, I'm yes. not going to. Like if I like I know all kinds of martial arts. My daddy trained me start when I was twelve. But like it it feels good to have a man around to protect you and stuff, like to know man. that I don't have to use that unless it's absolutely necessary. And it's like I, I can say. do all the things that a man can do but like I don't have to. I and say. I want to, and it's just like I'm with. It's like I talk about the same things y'all talk about on y'all on my show that y'all talk about. I'm just, I'm just happy like somebody else gets it, like, and I commend y'all, and like I, I fell off with listening to your show, Coach, but like I'm after hearing it tonight, I'm gonna start listening again because like it, this, this is giving me so much life right now. <laughs> I had mm. to get out the club just so I could, just so I could call in. So I commend you, and please keep on doing what you're doing. This is uh, a dream thank come you so true. Much. Thank awesome, you so baby. much. You're welcome. And the hits so keep on coming. Well, um, I definitely want to say I am, you know, super, super pleased that I got you out that bathtub. You know what I'm saying? I like naked women. You know, I ain't even going front, you know. So, and you had to use all of your martial arts skills not to slip and fall. So those things come in, you know what I mean? And, you know, for the brothers, it's nothing wrong. I mean, I'm telling you, if you just heard what she said, she trained in martial arts, but she loved being around a man where she ain't got to use them. Yeah. You understand? Yes. Plus, yes. when you are trained in the martial arts, as I was telling a young brother earlier, this woman has confidence. She has confidence to speak her mind, and she's also training certain spiritual muscles where her healing power is even stronger. I suggest that women, now there are some martial arts I don't necessarily suggest because they're a little, they're a little, um, you know, they're a little mannish, and, 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 and they start, um, and they really don't cultivate, certain aspects of your feminism, but any snake style is perfect for females. Any praying mantis styles are perfect for females. Tai Chi is perfect for females. Bagua is perfect for females. I mean, there's snake style. I know men who are snake stylists. My teacher was a snake stylist. Um, I know um, I have a very, I have a brother who's a, who's a praying mantis, 
know what I'm saying, stylist. But when you can learn these arts and cultivate that inner power, then guess what? You can use that in the bedroom. She can save it when it's really necessary, when she really want to, you know what I'm saying, go out there on her bliss, you know what I'm saying, and, and press the issue, so to say, when she's in her intimacy zone and she's not afraid to, you know, let her hair down and really, you know, she has the confidence to express herself sexually in a way that helps her become freeing. And she's not afraid of letting her kundalini energy free up, you know what I'm saying, and express itself. So I definitely um, congratulate you on what you got doing, I mean, what you got going on, and keep on doing your show, man. Keep on saying what you got to say. If you need one of us to come on the show as a guest or something, you know, reach out, get in contact. You know, obviously, if you know how to get on the show, you definitely can get in contact with me. And before the end of the show, we're going to give out our contact information for anybody who needs to get in contact with us, you know, in case a woman you know, needs a yoni massage or any of the erotic healing arts that Queen um, participates in or any of the things that I participate in. So I definitely commend you as well on doing what you're doing and standing up for what you know is right yourself. And thank you for calling in tonight. I really appreciate it. Yeah. All right. You're welcome. And thank you. I invite you on my show. That's what's that's what's up. I I'd, I'd be glad to come out there and talk to some of the people down there in New Orleans. Well, are you 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 in Louisiana? But are you in New Orleans? No, I'm about two hours from New Orleans. I'm in the soul of the boot. I stay down by the Gulf of Mexico, the small community of about one ray of light. <laughs> I'm a <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm from a small town like that. We got two stop signs, and one of them say, whoa, so I know what you're talking about. <laughs> you already know what's up, <laughs> Exactly. But, look, that's where we come from, though. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I mean, you look at you look at the people who really made big differences out here. You know, they come from these kind of small grassroots towns. So I definitely, like I said, I want to applaud you and, just, you know, and encourage you to keep on popping on what you got going on, all right? All right, thank you. Absolutely. All right, you're welcome. Peace. Have a good evening. Peace, sis. Me too. Peace. And the hits just keep on coming. I think Creole, I think. Oh, yeah, absolutely. That's how we go. Man, my audience is bananas, man. My listeners are the best. They stunt. I ain't got nothing but stunners over here listening, calling on this show. I think Creole Moon raised her hand back. Creole, did you get um, Did you get that train of thought back? What you want to make a comment on? Am, are, am I unmuted? Yes, you are. Oh, okay. okay. Um, uh, no, not not exactly. It was just kind of going into um, more of a comment. So I'll just kind of like freestyle it right now. But um, just, you know, like the tantric, um, that tantric energy, um, would you say that you could find that um, – Get in tune with your your soulmate with using that energy. That's a very um that's a very good question about contact with soulmates. So let's clear up some more definition of some words. You have more than one soulmate. You only got one twin flame. So a lot of people say. Oh, I'm just looking for my soulmate. I'm looking for my soulmate. Your sister could be your soulmate. Your brother could be your soulmate. Um, I know a whole lot of y'all are my soulmates. 
You know, a soulmate is somebody who's going to hold the mirror up for you and let you really see yourself and hold it from a place of love and honesty and not go for any of your BS. That's a soulmate, and you can you can have an intimate relationship with them, or you can dis, you can be disgusted with them, but they have a soul connection with it, with you. But the twin flame is normally what people are really really want when they say soulmate. They really talking about they want to. They, where, where is that twin flame at? Where is that one that comes in and clicks, and that's the one. You know, makes me roll my eyes back in my head, make my toes curl just thinking about them. Yes, right. yes, yes. You can use this Tantra because you're using dynamic energy. See, Tantra is using mm-hmm. dynamic energy. It's using this Kundalini life force for for freedom. And in order for you to be able to earn the right to deserve to be reunited and reacquainted with your twin flame, you got to really have freedom. And that's what Tantra is. And when you have freedom, you're going to attract freedom. When you get somebody who's trying to keep you in prison, guess what? That's because you are already in prison yourself. Or if you get somebody who's got a trapped mind, and you're like, why are they so narrow-minded? Because at some point, you got some narrow-mindedness in you that you got to scrub out. Because this is why I use, I love using honesty. That's the first virtue in the martial arts. Because that helps keep the liars away from me. You know, liars, it's, it's hard for liars to get around me because I love to be honest. Right. You know what I mean? So if you're using this energy, and um, yes, you are turning on the beacon. You're turning on the lights on the side of the runway for you to tell your twin flame, over here, over here, you know? And you're also signaling them on what they need to be working on. They need you to be working on it so they can work on it, whether they see it or not. Um, I don't know if I ever told you about this book. There's a book called Finding Your Soulmate, which it should be called Finding Your Twin Flame. He doesn't differentiate, like, the soulmate from the twin flame, but the techniques that he uses in the book are amazing. I ain't even going to spoil it for you. But, okay, I'm gonna like, have to get that. So write that down. It's got a green. It's got a green cover. It's got a okay. green cover by uh, Michael, and I might have it on PDF. I don't know whether you like doing electronic books or not. I much rather um, PDF. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'll look and see. I think somebody gifted it to me recently. It's like one of my favorite books. I have it back in North Carolina, but I don't have it in Atlanta, so. I will. Um, you know, I went in with you on that. Um, I don't remember the name of that um, that company, but it's like all your books, like all like electronically, and you gave us the password oh, yeah. and the username. Could it be on that possibly? No, they ain't up on that. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I know <laughs> okay. it's not. I, I know it's not over there. Okay. It's not. It's not over there. No. It's, no. That was. Those are those are those five categories. I go back over there and look, but I I know for sure it's not over there. Okay. But if I find it, if I find it, then I'll shoot it to you in the email. Okay, thank you. You welcome. So appreciate you. Yay! <laughs> All right, let's get into some of this tantra sex. Somebody want to talk about the good good, you know? Let's talk about and some goody goodies. Good. 
that good, good, that good. Well, anyway, um, and and for me, just you know, because of the because I know that the young brothers listening, fifteen, it may be a young sister listening who's thirteen. We we as adults, man, we good gracious, when when some of us gonna grow up and start realizing that if I don't start telling my children about the real deal involving sexuality and power, then I'm leaving him open and susceptible because he wants to know that, that that young mind is like a sponge. And so he can, if you don't fill his mind up with good stuff, he could easily be somewhere getting his mind filled up with some garbage, what I call mm-hmm. donkey donk. You know what I mean? Just mm-hmm. total ir- uh, what I, uh, Jeopardy information. It's irrelevant. You can't get no job talking about I was the champion on Jeopardy. Don't no job hire you for all them answers. You need something that is concrete that works with you for you today. And my man T.I. said, don't be like me. Be better than me. Wouldn't it be great, man, if my father would have turned me on to Tantra and astrology and the martial arts when I was 12 years old? Oh, Lord. But he didn't, you know, and I had to go down a very ugly path of the way that I gathered my information. And I had a lot of misprogramming. Good God Almighty. Because my father didn't have it all together. He, he, he didn't have it like my father used to fight with my mother. So that's how I, that's, that was my communications was mental games. I was like, I don't want to fight physically, but what about these mental games that they're playing? And you know, it took me a long time to deprogram. So expressing to our children and exposing them to these arts in this pristine format when they're little will down the road prevent them from having to do a bunch of unnecessary and painful and sometimes expensive deprogramming. All right? Yeah. So mm-hmm. tantra, tantric sexuality. Is it good? Is it great? Show you right, Ray Ray. I'll show you right. <laughs> Yummy. I've had some yummy experiences. You care to share? Well I mean, I, I don't I don't know what else to say, but Boo, boo for vague, boo for vague, boo, we like details. We'll give you a chance to think about it and and, and if you want to come back to it. But um, in in tantric sexuality, the purpose is not just as limiting as having a great orgasm. You want to think about Tantra and sex as the fuel, rocket fuel, and rocket ship. And where do we want to get? We want to get out of this atmosphere. This atmosphere goes up six miles. So if you take your hand and put it on and just raise your hand up over your head, you want to be able to get outside of that sphere. So if my crown chakra reaches all the way up to the tip of my fingertips and I want to get outside of that realm of energy, that should be my purpose for when I'm engaging in the sexual act 
when I'm engaged in a full tantra experience. So do men need to be able to maintain their erection? Sure. Do women need to be more juicy and have more orgasms? Of course. Mm -hmm. This is because, remember, when she has more orgasms, she's put more fuel in the rocket ship. When the man is maintaining his erection, he's keeping the integrity of the rocket ship. You don't want to get the message and be like, Houston, we have a problem. Houston, we have a problem. That's in erectile dysfunctions. So let me speak on that for a second to ladies and give y'all a little champagne in y'all's campaign. <clears throat> Some of the causes, see, men are so wounded, but they're so proud, and they also have such false counterfeit personalities. They don't want to tell you how wounded they really are from things they've been carrying around. And so some of their last manhood is based off of their ability to please their woman. But sometimes women only give them that opportunity in the bedroom, which could be one twenty-fourth of a day. There's 24 hours in a day, and then one twenty-fourth of that day, you want him to be a superstar, but the other 23 24ths of the day, you treat him like he's a class clown. Hmm. You got to work on healing that heart 24 hours of the day. This doesn't mean emasculate him and just, you know, you know, treat him like, you know, Sam Sausage Head, but be aware. Tantra is all about awareness. You all are more sensitive than we are, and there's nothing at all that we can do to change that. You all are more sensitive. So be sensitive if you want to have that pleasure principle and <clears throat> if you want to have that pleasure principle and that man bring it to you so you can let that rocket ship help you go all the way out there in your destiny, which really there is no final frontier in Tantra. There is no final frontier. It can go as far and as wide and as deep as possible. And the sexual part is the icing. This is when we've done the healing work and it's time to go out and get the message. Go out there and get the message and bring it back in. This is where teamwork makes a dream work. This is real big. Um, I want to remind everybody who's in the caller queue, if you're listening online and you do not call in in the next minute and 48 seconds, you're going to miss the rest of what I'm going to say. If you're on the line, do not hang up because you will not be able to call back in. If you are listening on the computer, you need to dial in 347-205-9089. You don't have to press 1, but if you want to hear the rest of what I'm about to say and how Queen is going to give her commentary on what I'm going to say, you need to dial in now because if you don't, you're going to have to catch the download. So 347-205-9089, call in right now because the show is going to stop streaming in one minute. 
But if you're on the line, on the phone, you'll still be able to listen in. Okay, let me finish. Let me go back. As soon as I said something about it, my phone cut off. Ain't that something? Uh, uh. But it's but it's okay. I always have a backup plan. <laughs> Been doing this Your too long, cut off, baby. Cut yeah, my phone cut off, but I already had, you know, I'm prepared for that particular situation. Blog Talk tries to do that to me, you know, in certain scenarios. It just kicks my phone off. But like I said, I'm an OG at this by now, so. I already had a backup plan just in case it tries something like that. So, okay. in, in second. hold on one second. Wow. I'm back. Can you hear me? Yes. In dealing with tantric sex, and I said it's the icing on the cake. It's not the cake itself. The cake is when you emotionally have done the clearing work, when you have physically strengthened the body. You know, the body needs to be flexible to, to, to stay in a sexual act for three or four hours. You can't be out of shape and, and your breath be, you know, short short breath. You be all tired. You know, you, you need that consistency. You got to have that stamina. So that takes physical work, push-ups, sit-ups, pull-ups, um, yoga, qigongs, running, walking, jumping rope, boxing. You know, you got to have that physical exercise component, too, because you're using the body, using this entire instrument. All the organs need to be played. You also have... Um, you also have to take care of some mental issues. Some mental issues must be cleared up before the sex comes. Because in the sex, a lot of people are always talking about, I'm going to be picking up that person's energy. It's really deeper than that. You're really not going to just pick up a person's energy. You're going to be exchanging places with your partner. Let me say this again. You're going to be exchanging places with your partner. So if your partner hasn't done a good job and you haven't done a good job supporting them and being healed, and then you engage in the act of tantric sex, and then you exchange positions of the heart, and you go into your partner's heart space, and their heart space is filled with darkness or venom or animosity or doubt, you're not going to want to stay there long. And when you leave, you're not going to, you're not going to want to return to that space. Anything that really tastes good to you or feels good to you, Queen, don't you want to repeat that over and over again? Absolutely. But when you touch a hot stove and it burns your arm, Sometimes you're very reluctant to go and participate in that again, that same activity, correct? Yeah. You know, so I'm wondering, are these the moments when you, because you know how sometimes you can connect with someone sexually and it is amazing, mind-blowing. And it's not necessarily, you know, it's not the positions, it's the energy. (laughs) And then you can connect with someone else and it's just like, eh, yeah, I'm cool. I don't have to do that again. Um, 
is, you know, are you all meeting each other um, in the heart or, you know, is, is, is this person more clear for you? Um, you know, am I, am I being clear in my question? I mean, that is perfect. I'm sitting here waiting. I don't want to interrupt, but I'm letting you get it out. But I got that one. That is, oh, that, that's a softball pitch right there. I'm going to crush that one. And look at the hearts. Remember when you watch the Michael Jackson videos and they be coming real close to one another, they be looking at each other? You know what I'm saying? Like when they dancing, it's Mm -hmm. very similar to that because the heart is looking at the other heart saying, am I going to unite? Am I going to merge? Am I going to exchange places? And when the energy is right and the heart recognizes another heart that's been doing the work, the heart says, Heaven, yes. Let's let's merge, baby. Let's exchange. Woo, this is mind blowing. Toes start curling, all this other stuff starts going on. You just be like, Woo, yes. But then sometimes the heart says, I'm going to reject it, just like your body will reject an organ in a transplant. And say, oh no, oh oh no, no thank you. And 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 then you say, I thought he, but I thought he was cute, or he or he was this, or he was that. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah, but the remember, the brain is what gets us in trouble sometimes. Our mere mortal thoughts get us in trouble sometimes because we leave too much decisions up to the brain and we ignore our organs. We ignore Mm -hmm. our psychic body. Our psychic Mm -hmm. body is trying to give us signals. Our psychic body is trying to say, man, I I, I don't know how to communicate with you in English, so I'm going to give you all these signals that I hope that you pick up. So we won't make a drastic mistake here because I'm telling you this don't feel right. You know, and it, but it, now, 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 ooh, this is a big thing right here. And I love it when Kenya and Juju Mama talks about this. Sometimes the body, especially with women, the womb of the woman makes a choice. And it says, mm-hmm. I want to engage sexually with that being over there. I want to right now. I'm getting ready to get that, forget the rest. And then the mind steps in and says, well, you know, this is not morally correct. What is Tanya going to think about you? Well, you know, Willie Joe is not going to do this. Do you know that she slept? Well, do you know that your girlfriend was with him four years ago? Do you, you know, know that, your mother taught you better than that? You know your mother taught you better than that. What would your pastor say? All hmm. of this bull crap comes up that is not on a cellular level. It's from marketing. It is from religious dogma, misprogramming, and what I called the virus. And 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 and, and, and even especially for the especially for the young guy that's listening, you know, a a female I mean like we've our society has it sends so many mixed messages to shame a woman, to shame a young woman who has sexual urges where her body is 
reacting in its natural function of being sexually aroused and wanting to satisfy it, but the programming of our community is not up to par in this level of sophistication in teaching what has been needed ever since or, or even before the child reached a level of puberty. It's been right. so, it's been so, don't talk like that around them. Hush your mouth. Put a pillow over your mouth. They can't, don't, we, we can't let them hear that. Or I can't bring another I can't bring another person into my house. I don't want my child to see me receiving pleasure. Let me explain something. When your child does not see you receiving pleasure as a male or female parent, that is what their programming is, that they're supposed to deny themselves pleasure and that your dysfunctional relationship is natural. And then that child has innately inherited your dysfunction at the same time. But you were saying you were trying to protect them from something. You were really passing them down something that was very toxic to their own well-being and in the way they do relationships. Because if yeah. they don't see, if they don't see you smiling and happy in a relationship, they'll think that your anger and your pissed offness and your disgruntlement about the opposite sex is the way relationships are supposed to be handled. Or, or, it'll be. Right. or they'll or they'll see you sneaking. You think you're so sneaky and that's right, you are. And they'll say, Oh, mama and daddy snuck, so I'm supposed to sneak. And then you get mad right. because they're sneaking. Who do you think they got it from? They got it from you. They got it by watching you sneak. So let's let's talk more about the woman um, the woman's body reacting, responding to a man, womb choice. Um, well, you were you were going somewhere with that. Talk more about that, please. When her body is choosing, this is a two-way street. But I'm just, I'm just coming at it from the female's perspective first because women. Your key word is magnetism. The man's key word is electricity. The woman's key word is magnetism, and the man's key word is electricity. When, she, when her womb has said, that's the best for me, and she honors it, she honors everything that is connected to her womb, which is, in a sense, everything. Mm-hmm. But when she does not respond or she shuts that down with a rational mind, full programming or whatever it is, and she doesn't honor that. And then she doesn't honor it month after month after month after month. And now you get into a situation where she hasn't honored the cells in her body or her womb. Her womb starts to revolt. Fibroid, fibroid myalgia, hysterectomies, all types of issues Um, that are surrounding those particular organs. But when she does honor it, those organs are healthy. Healthy and, you know, the word that you all use when y'all women get around each other, you say, girl, you glowing. Girl, (laughs) Girl, you got that golden glow. 
who doesn't want that golden glow? Because everybody wants to, the golden glow is healing on every aspect, physically, emotionally, mentally, physically, and show enough financially. The things mm-hmm. that you want come to you so much more easier. And in life, it's not supposed to be as much of a struggle and as, you know, um, a headache as we make it seem. Some things I think can that be women, e- though, you know, a lot of us, when, when we have these feelings, um, yeah, so we are shutting our bodies down for all of the reasons that you mentioned, you know, in terms of what you, what you call the marketing, I call it the programming. Um, but sometimes it's beyond that and just not wanting to be um, hurt. You know, sometimes the men that we're choosing, because the way that I understand womb choice is your womb is choosing this man so that you, there's some healing that you're getting out of it. Um, there's something that's supposed to come from this, this union. There's some, there's some medicine that this man has for you. Um, and if you are not aware, if you're not conscious, um, this can be, you know, you can take it as just pain. It's just pure pain and mistake and not see the medicine and what this this union was supposed to bring. So I think that, you know, again, women shut down and and are not interested in some cases in, in uh, giving way to what their body is asking for for fear that men won't see them the way that they um, want to be seen. They won't honor and respect their bodies or the union. Um you know, sometimes there's other reasons, but I just want to I want to put that out there. <laughs> my my commentary on that is, you'll be seen by how you are. So if you have right. a problem with if you have a problem with a man seeing you for who you are, then maybe you aren't projecting what is really who you are. Like the wild woman, who you are in between the sheets when the doors close. That's really who you are. and But sometimes women put on such a front to, to, to really hide that part of them because of the poor programming. Another part I wanted to speak on was you brought up an excellent point, but you gave one side of it. The womb chooses the man maybe because he has some healing to, to bring to her, but also the womb can pick a man because it has some healing and through a cosmic karmic contract that it has to deliver to that man. It's like the UPS driver has a package to deliver, and just because you didn't answer the door today, I'll be back tomorrow. And you didn't answer the door after that, I'll be back tomorrow. And I'm still not going to send the package back to sender. I'm going to leave it at the um, I'm going to leave it at the at the place for three more days. So you got six days, six opportunities to get this package, because. Well, um, Yael Morris in his book, um, Natural, Blueprint, Natural Blueprint to Relationships, has done extensive research on past life regressions of some couples that have been in relationships before and and they were married in past lives. And now they have sought one another out. Like earlier when she talked, asked about twin flames, twin flames skip lifetimes together. 
one of them may die first, then the other one may die, and as long as they're still down here on this plane, they're going to be seeking one another out again in the next life form, whether they may uh, um, be in a whole other race. The man may be, you know, one at this time may be another sex and another race, and the other one may be, you know, the same thing. But they're seeking each other out because there may be some karmic debt that has not been paid yet. And so she mm-hmm. may be, her womb may be saying, yo, you physically don't recognize him, but I do, and I got a debt, and there's some healing that I didn't do last lifetime that I'm going to take over there to him, too, because women, as you said, women are everything. They're not just receivers. At times, they are deliverers. So, yes, there yeah, are times absolutely. when women need a man to bring healing, but the self-actualized <laughs> woman who is free, as some refer to her as a sacred prostitute, when she's actualized, she sometimes is going around having sex with men in order to heal them. She's not, yeah. you know, she's 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 she, she, she's she's reached that omnipotent state where she may already have a also a self-actualized partner, but she's going through and finishing up contracts that have already been started hundreds or thousands of years ago. Cuz to think that, you know, we've only been here one time that's crazy. You wouldn't even be at this evolved level to even carry on these kind of conversations. You know, the soul is no. so old, man. It's just, you know what I'm saying? We're just revisiting many, many times. So there are times when the woman is the receiver, but there's also time when she has to bring, you know, her her magic. You know, I think Kelis was like, my milkshake brings all the boys to the yard. She won't talk about... Okay, <laughs> well, you're getting ready to go on a tangent. You, you, yeah, I know you got mm-hmm. the singer in you. You know, feel free. Now, you can acapella all you want. This is my show. Before I get too enjoyable on that, we do have a caller, and uh, one of them did drop off. We had two. I want to get to them before I get all happy. Caller from the 336-989. Your mic is wide open. Can I get your name and where you're calling from tonight, please? Yeah, Greensville, North Carolina. Yes, Sorry, and you want to give us... Hello? Yes, yeah, so what did you say your name is? Mira. Mira. Oh. Yes, you know me, Kaira. <laughs> Peace, Mira. It's awesome, baby! Can, can you hear me? Okay, hold on. Yes. Okay, yeah. Um, I really enjoyed the uh, talk tonight. I do have... Um, a question about um, how it is to deal with, like, the aspect of, like, if you desire, like, if your only desire for sexuality kind of has to have that tantric nature to it, to where, like, you don't desire that sexual energy that is more so just, like, on the lustful plane, then, you know, it can create, extended time periods to where it's like you're you're not sexual at all because like you don't really want to open yourself up to those negative energies but at the same time like that kind of depreciates um what you, your body's not getting like weight so kind of like dealing with that dilemma if you're at a place where you don't desire just 
you know, carnal, lustful sex, and you need that type of tantric experience, but that results in, like, celibacy. Like, what is your advice on that? That's an excellent, excellent question. Um, we got to look at, you know, the, some of the key words you use. We got to talk about the difference between celibacy and abstinence. If you yeah, okay, are not, abstinence, pardon me, because it wasn't celibacy; it was abstinence. <laughs> right, but but for my listening audience, you know, what I'm saying some people don't know the difference between the word. So celibacy is more of a spiritual refrain from sex for a set amount of time because there's a spiritual goal. Like if I'm doing 100 days of no sex because I have to, a certain goal or certain practice, that's celibacy. But if I can't find somebody who I'm not interested, maybe I stay in a, a you know, in a, in a part of the country, in Alaska or something, and I just ain't really interested in the type of women that's in Alaska, that's abstinence, you know, but I'm feeling horny. I'm like, oh, my God, I wish I could get some. I'm just, I ain't really feeling the people that's around. That's abstinence. Um, and there's absolutely nothing wrong with um, saying that the experiences that I want to feel, I want them to be tantric in nature. Here is where you have to really trust the power of tantra and turn up your levels. You got to turn your levels up because are you really opening up kundalini to where it's going to draw in exactly what energy that you need. And sometimes we judge the person bringing us, you know, this person who's proposing to bring us some energy, but it's just on some lust type tip. We may be judging that because when, when here in America, when we mix in romance with Tantra, we cause a bunch of confusion. We're like, man, I had a Tantric experience with this person, and that's the only person I want to be with for the rest of my life. But maybe the contract is over. Maybe you had that one experience or those ten experiences, and the contract is over. Like the sun, moon, and stars, they're never in the same position twice. It takes you like a billion or so years to get a similar alignment of all the planets, moons, and stars to line back up. So to think that a relationship with any person, any being who is constantly growing themselves, you're growing every day. Every man is growing every day. So it's not going to last forever. It's not going to, this, this whole to death do us part thing has really been a enemy of the state, the state of Tantra. So we have to, we have to look at it and say, look, what is it that I need to do to attract this particular um, situation, scenario? And what is the blockage? What's the blockage that's really holding me from this? Is it me? Is it my general physical location? Is it my mental attitude? You know, what are the things that are blocking me? And let me put some thought into removing the blockages, but never make excuses. And also, I suggest don't knock the lust bug because all mm -hmm. Tantra, all Tantric sex begins as friction sex. Y'all write that one, take that one to the bank. All Tantric sex starts as friction sex. Okay? And, it, and there's nothing wrong with that. 
You know, you got to stoke the fire. Let me repeat that. You got to stoke the fire first to get the embers burning where you want them to be. So you don't mm-hmm. know. You don't know this man may come into you and be like, you know, I'm bringing this lust to you real hard and heavy. But after 15, 20 minutes, your love faculty from your heart may start shifting him because Tantra is feminine in nature itself. Did you know that Tantra was made as a manual for men? Women are tantric by nature. And this is why I love Queen because when she said men are getting this and they're abusing it, they are. They're supposed to use their tantric techniques to help guide women back to their state of superiority. I don't want to continue to be superior in the bedroom. I want her to wake up and remember that she is tantric by nature so she can go ahead and lead me on to to the to what's whatever that gospel song is, lead me on home. You know what I'm saying? I want her to rem- <laughs> I want her to remember. I want her to remember so I'm not mastering this skill so I can um so I can um so I can dominate her. I want her to get the energetic experience so it will trigger the amnesia to go away and her and her memory will come back so she can start all of a sudden say, oh, I got it. Let me take over. And then I say yes, because when she says I got it and I take over, the first thing she's going to do is penetrate into my heart and heal my heart. And when she heals my heart, it's going to take away the lust demon. It's gonna take the it's, it's gonna take away the lust demon. So sometimes it's what we call necessary evils. Just like but um, I'm, Queen I'm said. wondering why are we calling lust a demon though? Why is lust bad? And why is not, it, why is it a uh, demon? Well, you know, Queen is I, I I love Queen for that type of that type of thought pattern. It's only a demon here in the West. The the okay. poor programming calls it a demon. It's not a demon. You know what I'm saying? Well, Lust I just is not. To clean that up because you know the sister's calling in and and she's you know she's asking this question and and she's asking about lust too. And the way that I that I heard her speaking about lust is also in this way that it is it's it's something that she wants wants to rid herself of or it's not not helpful. Is is that correct? Did I um am I hearing you correctly? Well, it's. <laughs> I don't really, the, the issue is really more so, or not necessarily an issue, but I don't really possess lust. Like, if I, if I desire somebody it's on a deeper, intimate level, I don't really, like, like, it, at this point, it would kind of probably be nice if I walked down the street and I saw something, and it was like, ooh, ooh, yeah, I want that. Like, that, that desire, that, um, that type of desire is just not really there, so it's really more so, like, say um, I was hanging out with somebody and, and they have the lust and like, you know, I, I'm just not feeling that energy because the, the lust isn't there. So it's not a denial of desire. It's the absence of desire without a deeper connection. Uh, and it's, I think it's okay. also partially like the pure, like recently it's kind of like been on a, a path of purification and like, you know, just changes that I needed to make within myself to heal myself so mm. while I'm going through this process of healing, like I'm not inviting in that other type of energy because my desire isn't there. So it's not going to benefit me if I just don't want it. Right. Okay. And so this is good because this is precisely why I started to um, to provide yoni massage um, or 
sensual massage for women because I feel like there are women out there, there's a lot of women out there who are working on healing themselves, um, who some, some are having sex and some aren't, but maybe want to, want to be in that, in that space. And so um, me providing this service helps women feel safe in doing this work getting them back to the place where they feel safe enough to express this with a man. It's I don't know if I'm speaking <laughs> You know, the, the, work, the work is like, it's more of like a mid, you know, it's midwifery. It's not me um, coming to you trying to, you know, jack you off or give you a happy ending, but, you know, from woman to woman, a, a, a space of love, of genuine love, let me help you um, heal this where you feel safe because we are women. We're women. Have you ever seen that? Um, have you ever seen that movie Kama Sutra? No, I haven't. Okay, well, there's a part. You said, in the Kama, movie. You said say the name of it again. Kama Sutra. To truth. It's called Kama Sutra. Oh, Karma Sutra. Okay, you know, see, uh-huh. I didn't hear what you said. Um, I've read the Karma Sutra. I haven't seen the movie Karma Sutra. Okay. Um, there's a there's a uh, scene in the movie when one of the king's uh, concubines takes the queen and teaches her how to make love to her husband. And, you know, she's she's not a lesbian. It's not from that place. She has her man that she's in love with. But she's The queen is fed up and frustrated with her king because he doesn't desire her. He desires the concubine more than, than her. So then the concubine makes love to the queen to teach her how to make love to her husband. And so this is the space that I offer this work from. And I, I believe this is what I'm, you know, I'm I think that I'm I'm speaking to what you are saying. Correct me if I'm wrong. Um, if some women don't resonate with this because it's still in their mind, like, okay, you're a woman touching my vagina. That's not cool. I'm not gay. No. Um, but then others are like, yeah, you know, I, I, I want to connect to this desire in myself again. And, yes, please help me. Help me get back to this place. So, <laughs> I hate to admit this, this like I, I have a desire of I've been asking it for quite a while, asking it meaning I haven't been with another physical person. As far as desire, I have a great deal of desire for myself. So um, uh-huh. I love living because uh-huh. I love me. <laughs> so uh-huh. um, and and I think that might be part of the issue is the the contentment. Um, with self because there's a great deal that, um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I would still say that I'm sexually active. Um, I, I'm, <laughs> I'm just sexually active with myself <laughs> and, um, right. and, and not just like I'm trying to orgasm, but there's, there's an intimacy involved. There's like, you know, the observance of my body, the observance of my curves, the noticing like the different things about mm-hmm. me, like, you know, um, I don't know if this is saying too much, but like like nipple stimulation and like the importance of that, like, you know, when I am trying to come and just experiencing like, you know, my own body more and like what actually, yeah. you know, opens me up more. So um, I haven't abstained to the extent that like I've shut down like all sexual channels. I think for me it's opening up those channels to allow there to be an experience with someone else 
maybe like, I love maybe that. that maybe I've become selfish with my love to where it's like okay I love me and hmm, am I ready to share me? Um, <laughs> so I, and I don't think it's narcissism. Um, no, I think it's self love, and I think it's, yes. it's safety because I'm safe with myself. Like with I have friends that give massages, and occasionally I will get the massage from a woman, and and they are intimate, not necessarily like the vaginal massage, but like body massage, and that intimacy. Um, doesn't bother me. I do that because I feel like I need that human contact. Like I, mm-hmm. I need the physical touch of someone outside of myself where mm-hmm. I do feel safe. So I, I do mm-hmm. follow you in regards to like the work that you do. It, it's not something that like I'm offended by or I equate with lesbianism. It actually kind of does make sense to me. Makes sense. Yeah. How long has it been since you've been with a man, if you don't mind me asking? Oh, gosh. <laughs> um, it's been like three times over the last eight years, and the last time was, I think, two summers ago. Wow. Mm. Yeah. Okay. There was, so a, there was a lot of emotional baggage and me holding mm. on to a, a relationship of an incarcerated person that resulted in mm. a lot of that time period. And then I just think for a while I just wasn't healed. Like I, I hadn't mm. released the emotional baggage to the extent that I felt healed enough to really try to be with someone. I think and, you know, that's oh a big God. factor. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes it takes for you to be with another man to help heal you from, you know, that other relationship that you're stuck on. And I'm really speaking from experience. You know, a lot of times we come out of something that was deep and emotional and and painful and traumatic for us, and we shut down when actually the opposite is, um, and at your own pace, of course, but the opposite action, we should be doing the opposite action and actually having more experiences. Um, I, I know that it's hard for women sometimes, though, to open ourselves up that way. You know, it's hard for me to um, ever open myself up to, sexually to a man who I'm not attracted to. <laughs> You know what I mean? Or, you know, if if my space is open for one particular man that I'm I'm desiring, it's hard to um, allow another man into my space. But it's good practice, and it's very helpful, especially if you're experiencing um, this exchange with a man who is a, you know, is a good lover. So... You know, it's been a long time, and I, I want to encourage you to explore that. It's, you know, I would say it's time. That's my professional opinion and uh, suggestion that it's, it's time to be to be held and, and loved and, and nurtured on by a man, if that is your preference, that's your sexual preference. Um, yeah, where, where do you live? North Carolina. You're in North Carolina, yeah. okay. Yeah, my yeah. geographical location isn't really great. <laughs> mm-hmm. As well, far as, you know, um, you know uh, one thing that uh, Coach K said was, you know, identifying what might be some of the barriers, and I think that, mm-hmm. you know, that might be one of the barriers. Uh, also, mm-hmm. um, one thing that really resonated with me that was mentioned was the um, example that it set, like, for my son. Because, like, you know, I have an 8-year-old son that's never actually seen his mother in a relationship, mm. like, with a man. Um, it's, like, just in the free cipher. 
And um, that was one of the things that, you know, really kind of made me call in because, you know, that's something that, you know, I hadn't really considered that, like, it's not setting a, a precedence and a role model for my son of, you know, having that connection with another person continuously. Mhm. Mhm. So yeah, I, yeah, I think the geography it, it, it might be a good. Um, I might be in a good place in my life right now where it might be time to relocate. To mm-hmm. you know, just kind of have things renewed and release some of the. Uh, there's, there's. Okay, if, if I if if there's a man in Greensboro that's of like mind and consciousness and somebody that you know I could really experience that type of tantrism with. He's probably already been with one of my homegirls or I know him and or I've known him or I know his ex-wife or his, like, it, it's 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 not a really small city, but it's small enough that, like, you know, the dating pool for me would pretty much be dead here. Not necessarily you know, completely dead, but, yeah, there's, yeah. <laughs> I want to I wanna speak to that because I think that, Men who are conscious in that way are, um, you know, limited. The numbers are limited. So no matter where you go, how big the city is, um, it's been my experience that those men um, have multiple women. <laughs> and that's, that's Yeah, they are there. Like, they do, <laughs> you know. And, and, and I'm, I'm speaking from experience, you know. I'm, I'm really being candid right now that um, – it's really on us to learn to be more accepting of sharing these men um, because they, 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 you know, they are so limited. And so either we're going to get to this place where we just deny ourselves of that healing and that experience um, or we're just going to, you know, have to deal with our possession. And, and I mean, because I'm, I'm highly possessive. I'm territorial. You know, I have all my entitlement. I'm a queen, and I mean it. When I say I'm a queen, I mean yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? Um, well, I, but, you know, that that one thing in particular did, like, prohibit me from being with, like, a specific person because, like, the desire was there, and, like, I knew in my head that if I allowed myself to have, like, that experience with that person that it would be tantric and that, you know, there would be, like, a really strong unification, I, I, I don't really want to say exchange of energy because I think it would be more so of a unification of energy, but then my concern was is how that would affect me because, like, when I had that experience, like, if it becomes so emotional, then that's going to trigger that territorial mm-hmm. aspect of me, and, you know, I mm-hmm. had the knowledge that, you know, this is not somebody that I can own. Like, I can't possess this person. This person is very free in heart and mind and spirit. Like, they're going to continue to have these experiences with multiple women and, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. feeling like I wouldn't be able to accept that. And well, I you guess know, that's, that's where you're saying, you know, that, that type of the possession, like, you know, releasing some of that need to possess or dominate. And it doesn't go away overnight. It's part of the work, in fact. You know, you decide, I mean, this this work, this, you know, um, being in a space of, of sacred sexuality and, and taking that on, you are agreeing to evolve, you know, in all aspects of yourself. Um, and so that's part of the work. 
facing that possessiveness inside of you, facing that you're territorial, facing it head on and saying, okay, this, I'm, I'm pissed right now. Like, I want him to do this right now. I want him to be right here. I don't want him to, you know, let it, let it come up. And you decide what to do with it. You decide what to do with it. You go through it, and that is part of the work. That's a part of it. That is the journey back to love, you know, that this work is really all about. So, you know, and again, I'm speaking I'm speaking from experience. I'm, I'm in it right now, you know, working with my possessiveness and, you know, wanting to be territorial and controlling and, yeah, it's very real. And it's just very real and allowed to be. That's part of the work. Is it wrong you know? if you, like, is it wrong, like, if you, um, like, I, I, I've heard a lot of really, you know, positive, uplifting things about, like, you know, the the role of women and, like, you know, our origins and, you know, our, you know, our roles as queens is, and, and how, you know, we do kind of have that control and dominance over sex in that way. So, like, to take someone who's not conscious and to train them, is that an abuse of power when you have the knowledge and they don't have the knowledge? And you do those types so. of things, like bring them in tune with breath and open them up to those types of experience because, I don't know, maybe they'll be easier to control. <laughs> <laughs> like, is, is it wrong to go the other way? <laughs> I love it. Shoot, I said I was going to be a 25-year-old because he probably do what I say. <laughs> <laughs> look, 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 the little 24-year-old Ethiopian at the mall that I won't let myself touch for the last two years that I look at, I'm like, because I can't face his mom and be like, I'm the 40-year-old woman who took your 24-year-old son. Girl, but it's happening more and But I've thought about it. I've thought about it. So I feel you on that one. I'm concurring on that one. Give me a younger man who I can train, and he's going to do what I say. <laughs> yeah, but see, then the thing is, is that I actually like men to have that dominance, and I like them to have that knowledge. And if he's, I feel like if he if he is on the receiving end, um, as far as you know, me having the knowledge and the control in that aspect, then um, I might have a tendency to act like a man and be abusive. Um, I, I'll, I'll mm. see him as, as less. I'll, I'll see him as less than, and and that's mm-hmm. the reason why I haven't gone that route because I I, mm-hmm. I I like the the what I see as the proper roles of like male and female, and I'm not really saying like necessarily that it's a woman's submission because I don't think it's a, just a woman submits. I think in a proper union, the man has to submit to the woman equally as she submits to him because without that submission on both sides, there's not that that completion and that, that oneness is, is not truly there because it doesn't matter if the woman is submitting, if he's standing somewhere on some high horse with his big ego and not realizing that, you know, that there's a power in, a, in in that submission, and he's not willing to submit as well, then there's um, there's an imbalance created there. And I think mm-hmm. it's that same imbalance. Like if I was to take someone who had that lesser lesser consciousness, I think that that could possibly also create that imbalance. What are your opinions on that? I like the word surrender. 
you know, more than submission. Because, okay. you know, for me, submission speaks to, you know, like, you know, we were just talking about a power over. And, you know, I'm 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 laughing and, and um, joking about wanting to control, and that's my dark side, and I embrace it, and I accept it, and I look at it. But, I, but you're right, I have no, I, I would not respect the man who allowed me to control him, you yeah. know. And so the dance, the beauty in the dance is I, you know, I project that, throw my tantrums, and uh, seek to control. And then he says, no, no, honey, no, baby, no. We're not going to do that. Like, you know, I, I acknowledge how you feel. You know, I, I see you, and I understand that this is a wound, and I'm here to rub it and kiss it, and I love you, but I'm, you know, we're not going to do that. Oh, my gosh. He's getting it right then and there, taking it all off, and we're going to just, we're going in right there. You know, because he's able to push back, you know, against me, up against me. And if he's not able to do that and I'm doing all the teaching and all the, you know, giving him everything, no, there's no respect. I'm too strong for that. Yeah. You know, I need a, I need a king. I need a warrior king that can stand up to me and put me in my place or remind me of my, my place when I forget. Because I will forget. Yeah, the problem is when they remind you of your place, it's somewhere in line with their other seven women. Oh, God. I'm sorry. I just yeah. I, I said that out loud, didn't I? <laughs> but that, but that, that, that's part of the thing is that that's usually what it, it, it winds up being is that, you know, you have that one that, you know, that strong sense of self and he has this higher state of consciousness, but, you know, he's free and intends to stay free. And I don't, uh, well, I, well, I mean, I don't know if free is the correct usage, um, I mean, the correct word to use there. My, I kind of wonder why it is that, like, you know, I would see the freedom in the union where, like, in that one union where there's that, um, to, to me it kind of goes back to, like, that, to the afar and the offset, to the, to, to the oneness, um, to where it's, like, it's to actually beyond that to the primordial essence before the male and the female were divided. Like, you know, when we had the the male and female that was, was one until we see the male and female principles divided in the actualization of this reality. It's like, to me, the whole journey of the whole, the whole reason for this path is to, to return to that primordial essence. And that, that, that is achieved when you have that, that union of those, when you have your twin flame. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And, they, and maybe that's what it is, is it's seeking out the twin flame and not accepting the other experiences in between that, I, you know, I, are probably there for us to grow from. I want to I wanna jump in here from an observational standpoint. Um, and you have to understand you can talk yourself out of things and that won't get – the results, because a lot of the words that you've been using is probably, opinion, and maybe. And a lot of times women get around one another and they try to look for a support group in justifying that it's been this many years with this few partners, but the real story is it's been this many years when I've been denying myself the type of satisfaction 
that I have actually had the opportunity to participate in. Like I heard you blame I heard you blame the city of Greensboro because what you really said was the small size of Greensboro is stronger than my magic to create the man that I want anywhere on God's green earth. Because you say, Oh well, they've already slept with my friend or I know them or because uh-huh. you gave I mean like you did an expert job in giving me or giving, <laughs> give, give, giving everyone the um, total rundown of excuses why you're not doing it. And to uh-huh. tell you the truth, that's not working anymore because you, that's played out. I'm just going to give it to you straight like that. It's played out and it's an, a very uh, intellectualized version of why my brain is telling my womb no. And I'm telling mm-hmm. you that scientifically, when you create years of sexual frustration, there will start to be health factors that will retaliate as well as your magic will start to uh, work to, to a lesser and lesser degree. A fully mm-hmm. sexually activated woman, her magic is on 10. Her magic is always turn up. Your magic will not be turned up by denying your sexuality, no matter how you categorize it. Well, I think I need to move or X, Y, Z. No, your womb knows because your womb is mute. It has the mute button pressed to excuses of why something can't happen. Your womb ain't listening to all that. That's just your head talking. So my particular suggestion from a scientific standpoint is stop talking so much, stop talking yourself out of it, quit listening to your ears and follow the womb and follow the heart for once Mm -hmm. or for twice because three times in the last eight years does not make a happy, you know, person. And you have an eight-year-old son who you also have a uh, duty to show him what happiness or even struggle in a relationship is, struggle in a new relationship. You can't keep saying, well, you know, I had this relationship with this person that was incarcerated, so this is the reason why you don't get a chance to see me operating with a man. You know what I'm saying? A relationship is not always going to be hunky-dory. There's going to be your child needs to see the struggle in a relationship. Your child needs to see the growth patterns in a relationship, and your child needs to see the rewards in a relationship. Your child needs to see the glow in the relationship. You know, all of these, all of these things are very, very important to your growth as well as the growth of, you know, your family members. And that means below... Mm-hmm. That means below and above you. Like your mother and your father would love to see you in a happy relationship. Your community, the village that you are a part of, needs to see you in a happy relationship. Don't think that you are not, um, especially you intelligent women. You intelligent women have so many women that are watching you to be like, wow, she's got all this culture and she's got all this, she's got all this wisdom and stuff. But my, uh, how, do, how does she do relationships? And those are things like 
where you have other women your age or younger or even older who are looking at you like children and they want to and they're saying wow when's when's her relationship going to take off cuz I cuz I trust her because she's so smart but then when you send a oxymoron mm-hmm. signal to them and say I am this intelligent but I'm not in a relationship you're also sending them, you know these type of mixed signals to women and you're also you know, giving them too many opinions, not giving them a plan of action. So I want you to do less talking, and I want you to start practicing the submission. Submit to your womb, and then you want to talk about you want to find a man who's going to surrender. You haven't surrendered to your <laughs> own desires yet. So why would you be allowed to attract a man who's going to surrender? So does not you. Let's listen. Let's, let, let's not use those things as the reason Well, I can't find one because I'm in the wrong city. Your magic can make anything appear any place. Now, I do agree Greensboro ain't really popping on nothing economically. Now, if you want to move because of that, I'd be like, okay, no problem. But there's plenty of people that come into Greensboro every day. New people move into Greensboro who may have come there just for your energy. But for you to already utter and put out a ritual in your mouth and saying, well, most likely if I meet somebody who's kind of like my standards, he's already been with my girl. You just put a ritual on yourself. You just got finished using what I call reverse magic. You kind of made it like impossible for you to win. And and that would definitely be another show that we're going to talk about, you know what I'm saying, right use of your own magic. That's male and female, which is comes into controlling the mouth, you know what I'm saying? So whereas I do come in and I'm a firm believer that it is a man's responsibility as a leader to check his woman's mouth to make sure she's not uttering bad magic around their household. If he's going to, you know what I'm saying, be the electricity around the family, he's got to help her and be like, honey, you can't say that around here. You can't say those type of um, magical spells around here. You know, you know. I mean, we we're probably gonna do a whole show about Bewitched, the show Bewitched and Samantha and 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 Darwin or Derwin or whatever his name was. That was a whole show about this misplaced way that we misuse magical and sexual energy. Cause he was a dumbass. He was telling his yeah, wife, fully empowered. You know, honey. You know, I don't really think you should be using your magical powers like that. Let's just be, <laughs> let's just be regular. And I was like, is you stupid? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm, and then, but and they she showed was way it. smarter because she would just do it behind his back. Mm-hmm. They showed, okay, babe. But they showed every aspect of the women in society today. They showed her. They showed her mother, who was a super powerhouse. They showed her mm-hmm. father, who let her mother be a super powerhouse. They showed her uh, sister, who was kind of like you know. Dead on the dark side, but still had her purpose and her place. And then they had her auntie. Her auntie was the one who was scared of her magic. That's where you're at. You can't be scared of your magic. You can't be scared of that. Because remember, you're not in it by yourself. The creator is in it with you. So any, any, anything that, and 48 laws of power, you know what I'm saying? Rush into actions with boldness. Because any mistakes made using boldness can also be corrected with even more boldness. So that courage, that courage is something that both 
sexes possess and exhibit if you want to attract that twin flame or that long-term tantric type partner. And that's my piece on that. Mm. All right. It's awesome, baby! So I do definitely appreciate Yeah, and, and I concur. You know, what you said is true. The, 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 um, the, the negative um, energy that I put on, like that's probably a good part of the reason why I'm not with somebody is because I have that energy that's blocking it because I'm saying that it's not going to happen as mm-hmm. opposed to waking up every day saying, you know, he might be right around the corner. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He, he is right Shutting around the corner. Shutting yourself down. Yep, mm-hmm. yep. You, you, yep. Taking yourself out the game even before you start scoring. You know what I'm saying? Don't do that. You but yes, to, like, it would probably be easier to meet somebody if I would go somewhere besides work and home. <laughs> See, well, here we go. You, you now, just did it again. You just did it again. <laughs> <laughs> I don't go anywhere Infinite though, possibilities, and, and that's because darling. it's like I'm not opening up those possibilities for myself. But that's you know something that I'll need to, you know, address and start making those affirmations to try to feed positive energy into it instead of negative. Yeah, I, think, I see what you're saying, Kyrie. I think this is a I think this is a good time for Queen to give out her contact information because, you know, I can't coach everybody, you know what I'm saying? And she <laughs> is she is a, you know, amazing coach, you know, for, you know, to, from, from her angle of how she handles things. So, Queen, could you please give out your information for all of the callers who are listening in live and in the download that they need to get in contact with you concerning a yoni massage or uh, writing a song or your coaching services or anything like that? How can people get in yes, contact sir. with you? You can reach me at thebeautyqueen.com. That is beauty, and queen is spelled K-W-E-E-N. I am also on Facebook, Born to Love, Twitter, Beauty Queen. And that is me. Gia. All righty. Gia. I definitely appreciate everybody who um, came on tonight. Let me give y'all a... Wow, that's cool. Um, <laughs> I had so much fun, you know, this um, this evening. I'm definitely appreciative of everyone that came out, supported me, checked Queen out. You know, I'm, I'm so happy that we have everybody calling from all areas of the country. We did have East Coast, West Coast, and the Midwest. If all time zones were represented tonight. So I definitely appreciate that. Um, if anybody needs to contact me, you can just go to CoachKyer.com. There's tons of things on there you can use, cultivating winners. You can go to leave a note for Coach if you need to make an appointment for some type of astrological reading because I also do cosmic connections reading. So use the science, too. Like, I, I, I love Tantra, but also there's some navigational aids out there, too, that can let me say, hey, is this, is this person more apt to be the one than not be the one? You know, what kind of okay. connection is this? So you don't, don't always lean on your own understanding. So if you're interested in uh, receiving, receiving a 
cosmic connection reading or your own personal astrological chart so you can know how you function. I think that in Tantra is is very important that you are able to communicate who you are to your partner as well. So um, you can just go over to CoachKair.com, K-H-A-Y-R. I'm on Twitter, Instagram, all of that. You just type in Kair. I'm not hard to find. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.